you can hear it right. Can you hear me okay? Or might just look like all shadow? Good afternoon, Super Kick It with Stephen fans, right here, ready to rock and roll. Stephen A, 1181, uh, we'll get Greg going. How you doing, Greg? You getting all fixed up over there? Oh, you're muted. And you're frozen. <laughs> All right, Greg, you may want to come in and out, maybe. While we're uh, getting Greg all sorted out, what a weekend for wrestling. Last week, you know, we talked all up about CM Punk back in the scene. He was there on a W Dynamite this week. We had SummerSlam. We had NXT. We had returns in Brock Lesnar and Becky Lynch. We have new champions and Damian Priest. Becky Lynch, uh, new Raw Tag Team Champions. So, a lot of stuff happening. Uh, how are we doing, Greg? Are you uh, with us now? Maybe. Hold on. Okay. Oh, now I hear you. So we're on. We're on one step. Good. Go. Go ahead. You're all frozen on my end, just so you know, in case you can hear me. You are frozen to the gills. Oh, we got a little movement. All right. We're going to get Greg back on in a minute and see how that goes. Um, we're going to go back and forth, you know, some few thoughts on SummerSlam, few thoughts on uh, TakeOver the next night. I'll go kind of first get my own thoughts on SummerSlam. I thought the return of Becky Lynch was ridiculously good. I love Becky Lynch, obviously, right here. I will say, yes, does it look horrible that she beat Bianca Belair in 26 seconds? Probably so. Just as bad as when Sheamus beat Daniel Bryan. In 10 seconds, you know, The Rock beating um, um, Rowan in 20 seconds, whatever that was. I get it. I think Bianca's going to be okay because of, not because of it, she'll be okay. I think, you know, last night put her right back in the spotlight. You know, you have Becky taking the heel side, almost stepping in for Sasha. I don't know what the heck is going on with Sasha. I, I don't see anything mentioned about her i see where she's at what she's doing why she's gone uh you also have Liv morgan show back up last night uh you had you know carmella and zelena vegas still in that title picture so i really do think you know becky lynch bianca belair full match at extreme rules 
you know, hell in a cell match maybe. I, I think this fall will be a good program for Becky and Bianca moving forward. So uh, how about the end of the night? We saw Roman Reigns, of course, defeat John Cena. I thought maybe they might put the title on Cena just to give him that 17th win. You still wonder if that might come down the road. Maybe they'll wait until, you know, WrestleMania 39, I believe, will be in Hollywood in L.A. So maybe that's a bigger, you know, the biggest scene he could do it at. You do feel like he's going to do it. I mean, he's right there. So, um, But then we saw the return of Brock Lesnar. And, you know, Brock showing up with the little man, but or the little ponytail, man ponytail, looking more jacked than always and than usual. Now the dynamic of him as a face against Roman, it sounds like that's going to happen in Saudi Arabia for Crown Jewel in October, which makes a lot of sense because you probably want all the big stars there. We got some in the meantime between Finn Balor, kind of circling back to that, which I like. For Roman, so that's good. And then, of course, you know, at the beginning of the night, we saw RK Bro step up, knock it out of the park, become new tag team champions. Um, just a lot of momentum there. And, you know, the fact that Raw ended with Matt Riddle, I think that says a lot about where WWE wants to position him. And, uh, yeah, so those are kind of my takeaways from SummerSlam. We'll get Greg on when he can and get his take on, you know, SummerSlam. But also NXT was, uh, you know, we saw Kaylee Ray show up to kind of be the next contender for Raquel Gonzalez's title. I wonder if Dakota Kai is now going to move up to the main roster. You know, what more can she do? She got the title shot. You know, she's kind of done her stuff with Raquel, kind of got that out of the way. I felt like it's a little rush, but, you know, in the bigger picture, it was, you know, a slow burn. Um, but, and then also we saw Samoa Joe get the title for a third time. All right, we're going to bring on Greg here. Let's see if he can come on. He's moving better, so that's good. <laughs> Maybe better connection. How are we doing, Greg? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. You are outside somewhere. Yes, I am. Outside, on location, communing with nature on, today. On location. Okay, awesome. <laughs> You get are you gonna work out in? You look a little hot. Yeah, it's it's a little hot out today. <laughs> Went up to uh, up north, up to Pennsylvania, the Amish country, and okay. uh, it's not time to check in yet. So, you know, the game don't stop. So we gotta we gotta improvise and you know communing with Mother Nature today. That's what we're doing. What are you What are you doing in Pennsylvania? Uh, check it out. A very special somebody that uh, you know oh. who she is, and okay, we'll see what happens oh. in there? But uh, oh, my bad, <laughs> Didn't mean to get worthy, worthy of a road trip. So awesome. All right, well there you go. All right, hey. got a little long distance thing there. Okay. Well, I was just—I don't know if you caught it. I said my three takeaways. We're just gonna kind of give you know quick hits from SummerSlam and NXT Takeover. So kind of, you know, my three takeaways from SummerSlam were uh, RKO, rated RKO, or RK Bro, sorry. I thought they knocked it out of the park. And I thought Monday night showed where they want to position Matt Riddle overall. So that's good to see. I also said Becky Lynch. I did not foresee her coming back and, you know, completely obliterating <laughs> Bianca Belair. I know the internet world was buzz with the word buried. 
And while I I see it, I think Bianca's going to be okay. I thought last night she got the momentum back. I thought, I think, you know, if Becky is fully the heel, Bianca's going to be the face. So I think in the long run, does it look bad? Yes. But at the same time, what is WWE all about? Those moments. Because what are they going to show next year? Oh, remember when Becky Lynch won the title? They might not even show Bianca, but whatever, you know. So I was so, I hate saying okay with it, because as you can see, I'm a big Becky Lynch person. I mean, <laughs> you know, so. Uh-huh. Um, and is it, it's kind of crazy that she looks better now <laughs> than she did before the baby, which is just ridiculously to think. I'm sure women don't want to hear that, Greg, but, you know, it is, it's pretty true. Like she looks <laughs> right. like, you know, I mean, and she had to work a little bit harder, I'm sure, because of that. So, and then finally. Oh, absolutely. And you called it Brock Lesnar back, sporting a little ponytail, the the facial hair, <laughs> a very different dynamic because now we're going to get Brock as the face and Roman as the heel. And I and we thought it might have happened at Extreme Rules. Now I'm hearing, and now it makes sense. It's probably going to happen at Crown Jewel in Saudi Arabia because of you know the big gala they want there. I'm sure. The Saudi Arabia people, Saudi you know Saudi Arabians and whatever who's in charge of that is like we want Brock there. So we're probably going to wait till I think it's the end of October ish or middle of October, whenever that Crown Jewel show is. So uh, we'll get Finn Bauer in the meantime, which is good because that means we're cycling back, circling back to what Finn you know saying I want to be in there. So I think Finn and Roman at Extreme Rules is a good you know, filler. I hate it for Finn in a way because it's filler, but I'd rather him do something member, you know, meaningful than just, you know, not do anything. So those are my three takeaways. Did you have three takeaways, Greg, that you wanted to add on for SummerSlam? Oh, uh, plenty. Um, for SummerSlam. Uh, yep. Yeah, so I was very, I was doing the Tommaso Ciampa, give myself the pat on the back mm-hmm. for, for seeing the Brock Lesnar uh, angle happening and uh, set up, you know, the way you figured that uh, there's nobody left for Roman who's leaves that question in your mind. Can he beat him? Mm-hmm. And um, Cena did that until the go home show on Friday when Roman just kind of as a throwaway line goes, if I lose, I'll leave. That that was very <laughs> out of character. Yeah, because being the controlling dominant heel, he doesn't put something like that out there without getting something in return. Yeah. So, it, I was waiting for something else. Like, I'll leave if I lose, but if you lose, dot dot dot, and he just throws it out there. If I lose, I'll leave, and that kind of ruined the whole match right there. You knew I was going to go. And they, the way they drew it up previously, where they put some uh, weight on the fact that he, John Cena would be the 17-time champion, uh, playing the historical reference up. Uh, you could see it happening until that moment. Yeah. And Roman says, if I lose, I'll, yeah, your, your top star across all brands is just going to pick up and go okay yeah so that that kind of ruined the whole match for me 
and the match itself wasn't anything to enjoy either. It was a hot mess. Um, so I kind of saw that coming, but the only guy left that will make the the public, the universe, wonder if if uh, that guy can beat Roman is Brock. And this was the perfect time to bring him back. Um, you know, you got big shows coming up with Crown Jewel. And, um, you know, in a few months, you got Survivor Series coming. And so you want to put him in position for one or both of those big matches. And uh, this was the perfect time to do it. Biggest stage to do it. And it only makes sense storyline-wise with Heyman in the middle and now Roman's starting to doubt his allegiance. Amen. The Usos are doubting his allegiance. And, uh, you know, how's Brock going to spin it? So uh, it's the perfect it's the perfect moment to bring him in. And now looking at the two, Brock is bigger. Brock is, you know, body size. He's thicker. He's hmm. He looks like he ate a Roman on the way to the ring. And, uh, you know, now we wonder, okay, you're Mr. Head of the Table. How do you like these apples right here? And, uh, you know, it's the most legit um, challenger that he's had since he got the title. So, and here's a quick note real quick. Brock Lesnar is listed as having about eight matches in this next year and a half. They're saying he's listed for eight matches. So you wonder if they just might put the title on Brock. Because, you know, like you said, after Rock, who's left for Roman to face? Right. Like, you, you have to wait to WrestleMania and see who's going to be that, per, you know, Royal Rumble season. And so it's going to be interesting to see, too, what they do with – because it said around eight matches. So maybe they could do less or whatever. But it sounds like Brock is kind of in it. Now, he wasn't on last night, which some people were, like, questioning. But he doesn't – you know, it doesn't say appearances. It said matches. So – that's going to be right. interesting to see match-wise, you know, what will they do with Brock? Because I think it's a year and a half that he signed for, or maybe two. Maybe if, if it's two years, you could spread it out. But you think a year and a half, eight matches, that's quite a bit, you know, with the normal schedule he works. So, but anyways, uh, so, yeah, that's that's interesting to know. Okay. Uh, what else you got on your end? Um, so, with – Becky, that definitely caught me off guard. Um, I I liked how they painted the picture, uh, with the exception of Sasha Banks mysteriously disappearing. Um, there were different ways you could have done that. Um, you know, maybe earlier in the night she's found laid out backstage, and the question is who got Sasha, or some form of that, and then, you know. 30 minutes later, you go to the trainer's room, trainer comes out, she can't go. Um, maybe not even show Sasha and the trainer's just talking to yeah. Kayla. Or Talk to the trainer, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, okay, she can't go, we, I can't clear in good conscience, yada, yada. And then they're forced to throw an emergency opponent in, and here comes Carmela. And then Becky comes out, wipes out uh, Carmela, and Carmel's laid out in the same way that, that Sasha was. So without saying it, you can see the the correlation mm -hmm. and there's your setup. 
So I'm just disappointed by how weakly they set it up, where we're ready and primed to see Bailey, or not Bailey, Sasha and <laughs> Bianca. And then uh, as she's supposed to make her entrance, the ring announcer already knows, okay, Sasha's not going to be here. And I felt the same thing that Bianca was feeling at that moment. Like, what? <laughs> and here's her replacement. And here comes Car- Carmella that she's beaten three, four, five times already. Like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so I'm all confused and nothing makes sense. And once Becky's music hits, it takes a minute for it to click in my brain. Like, mm-hmm. who's now who is this? And, um, I'm I'm betting I wasn't alone in that because, you know, we've been chanting, you know, where's Becky for a long time, but, you know, there's been no clues, no breadcrumbs being no dropped about about Becky coming back. So it took a minute for it to sink in that that was Becky coming out. That was Becky's music. Um, you know, she got the pop and everything. So, but I think it was a moment, took a moment for the people in, in the arena to realize that that was her. And once she came out, then the place went nuts. Yeah. Um, the squash was, well, I would have enjoyed a better match than having just her just come out and destroy Bianca like that. Um, you can salvage it by, you know, giving her her legit rematch and then having them have a, a good 15, 20-minute match yeah. and um, something like that. So I get why they did it. I just don't like how they did it. It could have been done better. Um, but I love it that Becky's back. She definitely is going to add some juice to the division. Um, and she's going to add something to watch on SmackDown other than Roman. Mm-hmm. And uh, very surprised she's came out as heel on her in her promo. Um, I noticed that she was getting some booze while she was talking and that was very unexpected given the reaction she got when she came out yeah and she leaned into it and she went full conor mcgregor mm-hmm. she goes i wanted to apologize to absolutely nobody and that is exactly what conor mcgregor said after one of his wins uh where all the uh you know smack talk and everything been going back and forth for a while and uh conor starts the guy and after all the uh, off off cage uh, things that have been going on with him and his opponent, you know, gets the post fight interview and that's what he says, I want to apologize to absolutely nobody. And I'm the man, I'm the baddest, and that's exactly what Becky did. And that's what I thought of as soon as she said that because she pretty much repeated it verbatim. And uh, they worked so, on her Seth laugh. Yeah. <laughs> That Which was, I guess that is a cool. heel thing to do because you have Carmella who does that laugh, you have Sasha who does that laugh, you have Bailey who does that laugh, Seth does that laugh. So yeah, I, I joked I'm like Becky and Seth must have on paternity leave must have been like practicing how to laugh as heel characters because <laughs> right. they both have that thing. But the bigger story is nobody like I can't find anything about Sasha. Like, and she wasn't even on was she on TV? She wasn't on TV on the Go Home show. And was she on the week before? Because I can't remember. I believe she was the week before because wasn't the week okay. before the, the braid across the mouth? 
Okay, yes. On the, the table. Sign, contract signing. Okay. Right, right. Okay, because we kind of figured that was more of a go-home show moment. Right. Because then you had Selena. Okay, yeah, that's right. But, like, what's going on with her? Because there's not, like, you you know, usually the internet knows everything. And I feel like none of these, you know, inside people have any information. So I don't, you know, it, it, it feels like something more because, like you said, you could have done some, you know, layout scene. Even that Friday night, you could have done something. But the fact that she wasn't even on TV, on the go-home show, and then, you know, you just mentioned, oh, she can't compete. Like, I don't know. They're, like, what's going on there? <laughs> so, and interesting, now that I think about all four horsewomen are heels now, <laughs> which who would have thought, you know, because we always want them to team up and, you know, do something. Because some people have already said, would this year's, you know, upcoming WrestleMania be the perfect time to do all four horsewomen against each other finally, you know, at the same time. And I think, well, it's in Dallas, so why not? Because that's where you had Sasha, Becky, and Charlotte go for the first women's title. Remember when they went from divas to women's, so why not add right. Bailey in there and make everything come fl- And if they're all heels or all faces, you know, just, you know, It'll be interesting to see where they go. But anyway, so, um, yeah, did you have a third takeaway from SummerSlam? Um, well, it's uh, Gang or the uh, Brood Edge. Gang Grail. Coming Edge. out. That was pretty awesome. I did not um, foresee that coming either. Like, that was pretty cool. Yeah. I wish they just let, left him as that instead of, you know, stopped it and then kicking in his regular music. and Yeah you know, trying to bridge the two. Um, I would have loved it more getting the full brood ent- yeah. entrance because, you know, that's symbolizing the dark side and let him represent that all the way to the ring. Um, but that's just me being picky about it. Um, then you had Seth Rollins trying out for uh, the Beatles, Sergeant Pepper's band, I thought, with his his look. Or somebody said it looked like Michael Jackson like in the early nineties when he was really doing the, the King of pop stuff. So I thought that was a pretty interesting correlation. Like, I don't know what usually we think of Nakamura <laughs> and Michael Jackson. So I've never <laughs> would have thought, you know, Seth Rollins and Michael Jackson, who knows if that's even what he was going for, but, but people kind of put it side by side. It's like, Oh, that's kind of cool. But um, yeah. I think that was definitely the best match on the card. Mm-hmm. Um, the championship matches were a disaster. Um, Goldberg was a disaster like we figured he was going to be. Um, I don't like the angle that they're going with um, with Gage. Yeah. Because it looks like they're setting up Goldberg for another match. And if Does he, that happen in Saudi Arabia too, do you think? Uh, Saudi Arabia, Arabia loves Goldberg. So yeah. I think on he's been on all the Saudi Arabia shows, if yeah, I'm not true. mistaken. He, he yeah. took on the team the one well, year. He took on uh, Undertaker. Undertaker the other year, and this is going to be a third year. I think this is they've only been yeah. in Saudi Arabia three years. Yeah, maybe four. I but, think I. But I can't he's been on all the shows <laughs> as far as I can remember. Anyway, it probably is fourth because I thought I felt like there was one year where they did it in October, and then wasn't it like. April or, or no, it was like after summer or after WrestleMania, because wasn't that the greatest 
Right. Rumble. I think the 50 man one. The greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah. And I thought that, or maybe that was later, you know, maybe that was, I felt like that was after WrestleMania for some reason. Cause it was kind of back to back maybe. Yeah. But, um, and I don't yeah. think he was, I, I can't remember if he was at that one. I just know Mansoor won that or no Braun Strowman won that thing. Cause yeah. Mansoor was think, in that. Yeah. I think it's, it is four years because Goldberg beat the fiend in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, that's right. So, For the title? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm pretty sure, you know, Saudi Arabia loves Goldberg for some reason. And he doesn't lose. Well, I'm going to say he won't lose. I remember what the Undertaker decision was. I can't. But, no, he, uh, he lost the Undertaker. Okay. So, they, they love the Undertaker. <laughs> they, they do love Goldberg, too. So, Because that's um, when he almost dropped Taker on his head. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, so. Yeah, it looks like that's what it's going to be shooting for. Is you know Saudi Arabia wants Goldberg as usual, and there's probably going to be a rematch with the uh, you know you put your hands on my son um, angle going on, and yeah, it, it is it, what it is. It may not be enough for to take the title, but you know he'll get some measure of payback. So. But at this um, point, we might, I mean, he might win the title. True. True. Um, <laughs> maybe all the bets are off. So. And I guess with Big E lurking in the shadows, it'll be interesting to see if he gets switched to Raw or does he stay on SmackDown? Because that should be right after the draft. Because I think the draft is the first week of October. Then I think the Saudi Arabia shows like the middle ish of October. So you wonder if. They'll have guys switched over by then and kind of see where new if there's new faces on new shows. So Yeah. Um but yeah, I was, I was kind of disappointed by the the card overall. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the match quality, you know, the the surprise returns were great. Um, but there really wasn't much substance. You know, the 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 championship matches fell flat. Edge and Seth was, I think, hands down the best match. Yeah. And everything else was just, you know, passable. Mm-hmm. Um, TakeOver was far and away the best show of the of the weekend. Yeah. What you have um, saw on there, I said, I was really interested to see Kaylee Ray. Because now that, you know, now we're seeing a lot more UK talent come, which makes you wonder, are they, you know, which is might be good for the UK show because that means they're going to bring in new guys and girls. So, and she's done everything probably over there. So I wonder if she'll be full time in NXT. It looks like because she had the match this past Tuesday. So um, she'll be a good next step for uh, Raquel. And then I was questioning: Does that mean Dakota gets up to the main roster? Because is there anything left for Dakota to do down there? She's already done. You know. They were one-time tag team champions. She got her title shot. She lost. The the you know that's broken up. I mean, is there anything more for Dakota really to do down there, or does she you know like Raw probably needs some women, and I'd like to see Dakota go to Raw, just yeah. as you know something there. But um, and then the Samoa Joe winning the third time is pretty crazy to think. I didn't really care for the match though. I don't know about you, but 
I kind of felt it was, I knew it was going to be slow and, you know, plodding, but the Walter Dragunov match was so darn good. I think it took away from Samoa Joe because we said they're almost mirror images. Like they probably should have been about the same type of match. And I was really happy to see Dragunov. Like we knew, you talk about like a just kind of laying in the weeds and just working your way up. And, you know, now he's <laughs> a, a Russian is the UK champion, which is kind of funny to think. But, you know, I think he'll do good for that brand. And, you know, what does Walter do? But, you know, Samoa Joe, Karrion Cross, it, I don't know. It was just kind of a, a, you know, I didn't feel like it was as good as it could have, you know, it, it felt slow moving. It was nice to see, though, Joe pull out the muscle buster, which we haven't seen since Tyson Kidd incident. Yeah. Which, you know, hopefully, you know, nothing happens with that. You know, I understand why you took it away because you just don't know. I mean, it's, well, it's like any move, though. You hit any move wrong, you yeah, can hurt yeah. somebody. So, you know, I'm sure they'll trust him to do it. And, um, but, and then, of course, we saw a, gladiator cross on monday night so yeah our our farouk should we call him farouk cross from now on <laughs> we're waiting for sunny to show back up because that was interesting but anyway so those are my kind of takeaways from um nxt what about you greg yeah the uh joe and cross was a very clunky match um i see what they were trying to do with it but um i don't know if it's the unfamiliarity or the guys just, just couldn't get, get going each other's way. Yeah. Um, I was shocked that, you know, he busted out the muscle buster and, and beat him with it. Uh, like I said last week, you know, because of Tyson kid, I don't think he was ever going to get, get to do the muscle buster in WWE again. And um, maybe that's what it is that, uh, you know, you can't do it on the main roster, but if you want to do it in the NXT, go ahead. Um, and, you know, they let him do it, and, you know, it got the job done. So it was a surprise to see that finish. Mm-hmm. Um, but the match was pretty lackluster. Um, but I called it that uh, Dragunov and Walter was going to be the best match. Yeah. And it was. That match delivered on every level. Um, I Speaking of finishes, that was a very interesting finish to uh, that match that uh, Walter tapped out so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely a change from the usual with, um, you know, the way they finished the match, that it was so decisive like that. So I was expecting Walter to win, um, but I I like Dragunov winning. Uh, Dragunov is what baby faces should be. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have to be happy-go-lucky and pander into the crowd and everything. He can be ferocious. He can be vicious. He can be loose and like uh, a loose cannon. He can be crazy, and he can be savage, and they can still come across strong. And yeah, and he can you know go right at the heel and with both barrels and look like a boss doing it. And I wish more baby faces would take a note from what he does. Um, because, you know, he looks a little crazy, he looks a little insane, but he looks really awesome, and, uh, you know, you do it right, you know, you don't have to be, you know, cookie-cutter 
um, yeah. baby face. You can get over it as that extreme savage guy and, you know, take no prisoners. And, and uh, I wish more guys would do that. So I love dragging off. And uh, I, I was thinking they were going to lean into because they were hitting that uh, he was 870 days as champion. You know, once I keep more, saying the number, it makes you wonder. <laughs> right. Four more months would have meant 1,000 days. So that's what I was seeing was that, you know, maybe not since Bruno San Martino has anybody reigned for 1,000 days. So um, that's what I was sensing. Something was going to be happening with that number because they kept harping on the number and how long. It's still the sixth longest and you know a reign of any title though that's pretty that's pretty high call you know company and then with yeah. Ro- i think pete dunn is seven which is kind of funny to think like you know now granted we got to put a little asterisk because <laughs> some of that rain you know for, COVID, for yeah. walter was <laughs> like he didn't defend you know granted the way he defends it is better you know i think better it is like an attraction and how yeah. about some of the some of the backhanded chops to the neck like of of Dragunov were just like I'm like those look worse than the now his chest my god they took the picture of him like just in the locker room he's like this and his chest was just like welted yeah. up like anything but um yeah it's crazy to some of those chops in the back of the head I mean were just like vicious so that's the thing I thought I thought they it's like they said go out there and do it but then with Cross and Joe they almost said hold back or so, you know, I don't know. Like it just seemed like they were holding back a little bit, but you know, they did all the brutality when they tore, tore the part place apart for CWC. And then it's like, you had nothing left. You had no place left to go. So, but yeah. yeah. So um, I love it. Paid off the, uh, the million dollar angle mm-hmm. yep. with uh, Grimes putting all the pieces together, winning the title, getting, you know, DiBiase on his side and, and ending the rivalry with uh, L.A. Knight. Yeah. It was a good run. Loved the storyline. Loved the interplay with the three of them. It was money all the way through. And, you know, everybody gets their rub. Um, everybody, you know, comes out look like a million bucks, pun intended. And uh, now, as we saw on the uh, NXT after, they're all going their separate ways and doing the next mm-hmm. thing. So I was very happy to see uh, Knight come out when they're doing the uh, parade of challengers for Samoa mm-hmm. Joe. Yep. And, uh, of course, it doesn't make sense since he lost his match, but, you know, he's pompous and arrogant and is self-absorbed. And he wants he more. He's going to be in the mix. So yeah. um, when he comes out to the ring with the microphone in his hand, you know, I drop everything I'm doing. So, um I'm always going to be here for it. And, um, you know, at least it, it tells you what they're going to do with him. Um, he's not going to get a title shot anytime soon, but he's going to put in that ring of contenders and he's going to not fight any other guys. And, um, you know, maybe some long-term storytelling with, with that happening. But And could know, still get called up, I feel like, after all. Like, if he's in that main event, you know, right at the cusp, maybe yeah, he absolutely. loses the title match. And then, you know, may, I, I'd say maybe by Royal Rumble time at the latest, 
I feel like, yeah. like you said, I feel like he's due up earlier, rather sooner rather than later. You know, maybe he's draft time, maybe draft time. You know, that gives a couple months to really hone his, you know, sharpen up what they want to do with him. But at the same time, if they want to just give him a talk show and let him run with that for a few weeks, and then you could build up a few from there, you know, give him at least time on TV and, um, you know, take over moist TV as we saw, because that's going to go away. So, yeah. Um, but uh, anything else you got on NXT TakeOver? Um, no, yeah, definitely but the best show. Uh, um, I, I agree it's time for Dakota to go up. Um, Raquel looks solid. They, they had a great match. Yeah. Um, and I figure if you put their match against the uh, women's matches on SummerSlam that it was far and away the winner. So, yeah. um, you know, shout out to those ladies for doing such a, a great match. You know, they definitely outshine their competition. And, uh, yeah, so I'm always uh, Team NXT. And after, uh, you know, last weekend, you can see why. All right. Um, well, let's do a quick commercial break so we can get going right into our stuff. We'll kind of talk Raw and NXT at the beginning of the week. Maybe we'll do Dynamite as well and then get to the end of the week. So uh, more CM Punk on our TV is good. And, you know, new challengers showing up for championships. But let's do a quick, a late performance commercial. Then we'll get right into Raw and NXT. kind of kicked off the night with Lashley of Monday Night Raw. Uh, we had Damian Priest out there, Drew McIntyre, of course, and Sheamus, because we originally had Damian Priest and Lashley. That went to DQ because, you know, we had to get tag team match. So Damian Priest, Drew McIntyre defeated Bobby Lashley and Sheamus by pinfall. So, Greg, the big question is, since we think Goldberg is not next, <laughs> who is next for Lashley at Extreme Rules? Because you think you can't put Drew McIntyre in there, even though you kind of have him in there. Do you do, you know, do you do a fatal four-way and that's your out to somehow put Drew in there? I mean, technically, Lashley's still champion, though, so you can't. But, you know, then you don't want to do Damian Priest because he's the U.S. champion. You don't want to do Sheamus and Lashley because that just doesn't interest me at all. So, uh what is for Lashley at Extreme Rules? Because we're only, you know, a few weeks away from it, so we got to start seeing where we're going to go with him. No, the answer is Sheamus. Okay. And they, they did the, the groundwork and, you know, setting up the beef with them with uh, Lashley walking out and then Sheamus going to Lashley's locker room mm -hmm. and 
you know, expressing his beef and getting to the part where they had to be pulled apart. Um, now going to have a match on Monday. And my prediction is this goes, this goes without a finish. Maybe they brawl into the stands or um, have a double DQ, something like that, that leaves the situation unresolved. Um, or maybe she, uh, Sheamus, right? Or maybe Sheamus goes for uh, a sneak tap with a chair, mm-hmm. some type of weapon, so that, and yeah. that plays into the extreme rule um, business. But you know, you're gonna get, you know, but these two villains a really uh, smash mouth, uh, brutal type of match, and uh, you know, you've taken. It's going to be a filler, you know. Lash is not going to, or Lash is going to lose the title, but yeah, you know, if you want to just kind of skip over Dream Rules and have the big money match at uh, Crown Jewel, this is the perfect filler opponent. You know, you got uh, both of these guys, and they're just going to beat the crap out of each other. We're just going to enjoy the brutality, and we're going to have the same. Um, you know, lastly, outcome, but uh, does that leave McIntyre and Priest to go for the U.S. title? Do you think? Yeah, that makes the most sense. Um, just like a friendly, it it'll probably turn into the you know pushing back and forth you know type deal, but they'll do it. They'll give the respect factor at the end of it, right? If they even go at it. Yeah, I have a feeling, Drew, and. And Priest, but see, it's nobody else. It's too early to do Priest and Lashley, like you said. Um, you know, it could be just a, you know, I want to see how I measure up type of storyline, yeah. and uh, you know, go from there. So, and if Priest picks uh, up wins over Drew, that puts him a step above. Like, right? You know, I mean, it's Drew McIntyre, <laughs> and I, I, not that Drew is Teflon. But he could probably eat some losses to Priest, and you know, Survivor Series could be the winning captain and build himself back up. Or Royal Rumble makes a good showing at Royal Rumble, you know, last three or four, and then you know, because um, I, I, you know, I'm still wondering what he'll do. I know WrestleMania is months away, but things come so quickly. You know, you wonder what will be his big time match because I, you know, I still keep harping on it. I feel like Drew is due a good reaction at WrestleMania, a good win at WrestleMania. You know, it he got it at Tampa, granted, but he lost. You know, he didn't get the win. So, you know, I think Drew is due a good win in front. I mean, people have said Cena, maybe Cena and Drew. And I'd have to see how that plays out. I feel like that'd be the respect factor type match, too. You know, where nobody's really the bad guy, per se. But, you know, Drew wants something, you know, kind of get rid of the old guard, I guess, or, you know, something like that. But um, Eva Marie attacked Drew, do drop backstage. So now we're finally seeing the the crack right there. Um, you know, we're still, we were hoping, Greg, I know, for her to say, I'm Piper Niven. This is who I, but now she says, I like the name do drop. <laughs> so... It is what it is, Greg. I know, I know, but we'll get some Eva Maria Dewdrop. And some people brought up that Dakota Kai had the nice pinkish hair like Eva Marie. 
So could you slide Dakota maybe as a heavy for Eva Marie? Because Dakota's kind of a badass. You know, she she doesn't look the part. You know, she's not the size factor, but she could hold her own in the ring. So you maybe have Dakota stepping up to the plate if, you know, as Eva Marie's next protege, especially since she has the pinkish hair. You know, maybe she could do the old um, Trish Stratus thing where they had Mickey James as the, you know, <laughs> stalkerish type fan type deal so you know and maybe that rubs Eva Marie the wrong way but then you know it gives Eva Marie somebody else to kind of pull her along with so uh Eva Marie and Dewdrop Greg have at it what, what do we think there well it finally happened we've been waiting for it been predicting it and it finally happened that uh or Dewdrop declared declared her independence and uh I hated that she you know, decided she liked the name Dewdrop. <laughs> that's that's like saying it's like you know, the name Dewdrop. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> you know, I, I like my slave name. Thank you. I'll keep it. No, no, D D, no. double it's, D. Uh, <laughs> that's why he probably did it. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, don't like that part, but at least you know she's. You know, taking her claim, and you know she's going to get her uh, retribution for you know all the uh, embarrassment she's had to suffer at you know Eva Marie's hands. And um, I know not putting Dakota as a new heavy for Eva Marie, given Dakota's snarly, you know, alpha female type of personality and having her being led around by Eve Marie, it doesn't make sense. Um, you know, somebody like uh, Aaliyah that we haven't seen pop up yet or somebody who's a little more green and malleable, uh, yeah, gullible. Can we go back to Dana? Sense there. I have a possibility she doesn't have anything else to do. I mean, um, she's she was always flexing, and you know, she's she's probably back in catering, looking for something to do. Just yeah. throw on a throw on a pink wig. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> give her yeah, some but, extensions of pink. Yeah, for sure. Bring you know, bring up Dakota, but not with not with Eva. She's she needs to uh, you know fly on her own because she's too good. Uh, personality and too good in the ring. Oh, Dakota, to, yes, yeah, yeah, to be, uh, you know, anybody's sidekick. We already figured out the sidekick angle, so I don't think she wants to repeat it on main roster. All right, um, carrying cross defeated Ricochet via submission. Have at it, Greg. What about the gear? If the <laughs> if the gear fit, I mean, it kept coming down. You know, it kept. Like he had to keep adjusting it, you know. It made me think of uh, Ronda Rousey, where she'd have to keep, you know, fixing her <laughs> her top and her tights. Like, get gear that yeah. fits. Like if it, you know, if it fits, I hate saying like SMM gear, but you know, like make it fit. And then I don't know it. Yeah, <laughs> it does suck because the night before he was in his old gear, like he just had the the trunks on. And, yeah. you know, and what's where's Scarlet? Like, we still don't know because she'd even come out with him at NXT. And I was like, well, at least I'll have her come out with him there. Right. I mean, right. So, you know, are they prepping her for something else? You know, 
maybe she comes out on SmackDown because why not give them all the women, Greg? You know, <laughs> build up their women's division, but don't care about Raw when Raw has could probably be a decent division. But anyway, so um, at least he's away from Jeff Hardy at the time. I mean, I guess that's good, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm I'm so disappointed with the whole situation regarding both of them, uh, Ricochet and Karrion Cross, and. Uh, the only thing I've heard about Scarlett is that she's not medically cleared. I was like, well, medically cleared to what? You know, she hasn't done anything since the moment they came in. Um, Did so, she get in the, the pregnancy, the, ba- the baby fever, like, you know, was going around there for a little bit? I mean, we got Lacey and Rhonda and Becky and the Bellas and <laughs> True, really, but All she did was yeah. stand at ringside and look good. So, I mean... Yeah. Even if she's pregnant, she can do that. Um, was an easy gig, <laughs> <laughs> right? So I don't get it, and I'm just kind of lost on. I'm, I'm disappointed for both of them. You know, at this point, I hope Ricochet is getting near the end of his contract because they're wasting his talent, and uh, Cross needs a reboot. Uh, like you said, hopefully, once Scarlet uh, comes back, that. You know, that'll flip the switch for him and become the killer that he was in NXT. I'm not holding my breath for it, though, seeing how they've mishandled him so egregiously so far. So uh, the, the whole match, the whole scenario around him is a huge disappointment. And I don't really want to talk about it, but apparently Logan Paul appeared on Moist TV. <laughs> for whatever reason, I still don't get why Logan Paul like was there, but whatever. Um, pretty much this is all leading to, so we had Miz come out there. We had Xavier Woods come out there. Xavier Woods defeat the Miz. Finally, Greg, unfortunately though, we had the Miz, John Morrison, break up like that. You know, they're going to fight each other next week. And it it's sad to see the greatest tag team of the 21st century fall apart like that. But maybe needed i know a lot of people wanted john morrison to do more so maybe this opens that door up and you know we'll see uh apparently and it was funny somebody brought up that the miz had lost to kofi kingston last time when he turned on morrison and then morrison was gone because he got let go the next day or whatever like the miz beat morrison in that i think it was a a falls count anywhere match and then it was over. Like the Miz was, I think the Miz was champion at the time. But anyways, uh, so now you know we'll get the Miz and John Morrison after Xavier Woods. But how about uh, Xavier getting some time? You know, you talk about you know I never saw him as a singles guy, but he's been you know the ever since like WrestleMania, he's been getting some singles matches here and there. So cool to see that for Xavier. And um, unfortunately, it's at the downfall of Miz TV or Moist TV. Miss TV, uh, you know, the dirt sheet, whatever we're going to have for them. And uh, now we'll see Morrison and Miz kind of go at it for a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, going back to the Logan Paul thing, he's there, he was just there to promote his brother's fight. That's uh, true. Jake Paul's fighting Tyron Woodley tomorrow. Okay. Um, in a Which fans game. didn't care about because they kept booing the hell out of him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> everybody's rooting against the Paul brothers and – for the first time 
uh, Dick Ball has a real, real chance of losing because Tyron Woodley is a former UFC champion, okay. and he's known for his heavy hands. He starts like some of the best of the best. So this is the first time he's actually. Or something or? Yeah, but he's he's beaten. Nobody's. Nobody's. Yeah, okay. he's beaten a wrestler who didn't know how to box. He beaten okay. a basketball player who was like five foot four who didn't know how to okay. box. And uh, you know he hasn't fought anybody legitimate, and that the whole Midland thing was a sham. So we're not even counting that. I was saying um, Logan got knocked out by Mayweather. I mean that. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this is the first time he's in there with somebody who can seriously poise a threat to him. Um, Whitley's okay. been in the air, and he's a five-nine, five-ten guy. I want to say. Um, okay. I've met. I've seen him at the airport. He's about my size, so okay. he's he's five ten, five eleven, and um, he's knocked out much bigger guys. So there's a real chance that that uh, given the right moment, he can start uh, Jay Paul, and the internet will be broken. So he was just there, there to promote that. Um, yeah, I thought it was funny when. Uh, Miz asked him what round his brother was going to get knocked out in. So you can see he was playing up the heel card uh, right there. And uh, a little love for that comment. But um, uh, Miz and Morrison, you know, have been done with these guys for a while. And Morrison just looked like a huge dope because Helen Keller could see that turn coming. And um, he was oblivious and of course, he got clocked, and you know that sets up the match for next week. But uh, you know, goodbye and good riddance, Miz and Morrison. Um, I was I was hoping and praying that uh, that moment they had during um, the little back and forth that uh, L.A. Knight was going to come out. Um, that pause when. Uh, I think just before Logan came out or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it looks like somebody was coming and and it, it wasn't him, but I was hoping and hoping it was going to be him, but it wasn't. Um, but yeah, thankfully, done with that. Bring up LA Knight. Give him a talk show. Uh, <laughs> I love how he busted up gimmicks. He was that promo. He cut all his, his uh you know, impact catchphrases and sounded awesome, and it's gonna sound awesome on the main roster. So bring up LA Knight, WWE. Let's go. And we didn't give a um, a thumbs up to Xavier Woods and his Razor Ramon outfit. The That's, night right. Before, cause that That's right. Because that thing was the that NWO was style, and his little even had the little curl. So the um, whole gimmick, yeah, it was. You talk about. Beautiful. I mean, literally New Day could go to Vince and say, we want to do this. And Vince is like, okay, like talk yeah. about power. Like, <laughs> cause who, who, you know, who's, who would go up to Vince and be like, Hey, I want to do an NWO cosplay <laughs> and like get it approved, <laughs> you know, like, but um, yeah. So that's pretty cool to see. And now they have new day rocks t-shirts that like have the NWO type logo. So um, might be, might be starting my wish list soon for some, from New Day gear, because that's a pretty cool shirt. And it's yeah. red and black, so 
It's kind of it'll it'll freshen up my black wardrobe that all my wrestling t-shirts are black. <laughs> so you gotta get some different cards every once in a while. But um Monsoor defeated right. Jim Mahal by Switch DQ. Does Drew McIntyre find his way to this now that I kind of think about it? Because if you have Jinder Mahal with Veer and Shanky, you have Mansoor and Ali, they kind of need somebody. Does maybe Drew find his way to that feud? And we talked about three-man team anyway, so you know maybe we go that route for Extreme Rules. What do you think there, Greg? It makes sense. And then it's a you know, quick and easy, you know, kind of feud. So, yeah, just to you know, blow off the rivalry and then you know, send them on their separate ways after the pay per view. So, yeah, makes good. And we're sense. probably gonna and we're pushing Mansoor and Ali as faces. I know you're not into that, but I think it. I think they want Ali to cycle back to, you know, maybe keeping his edge, but following Mansoor's lead to try to get up wins. So. Yeah. We'll see how it all works out. Um, Charlotte Flair came out there and ran down the roster and said nobody could beat her. So this is my thinking, Greg, where I was like, you know, she kept saying, I'm the opportunity. I was like, come on, Tessa Blanchard. Come on, Tessa. I know. And she's somebody who hasn't been <laughs> even talked about. Like, you, you know how much of momentum she had there, I mean, early last or late last year. And now it's like gone. So Alexa Bliss comes out there. Just to say hi. So it does look like we'll get Alexa and Charlotte. I think that'll be a good feud. You know, we can see what maybe they might do Hell in a Cell match. And, you know, we'll kind of see what Alexa could do in the cell. I think that could be, you know, that could play up to her, you know, fiendish ways. So um, are you okay with Charlotte and Alexa kind of be the next feud? It gets Nikki and Rhea away from there for a little bit. So I think I'm okay with, you know, Alexa being that next contender. Yeah, is is finally something different, and you know, a matchup that you know we'll stop what we're doing and watch just because of you know everything is so drastic. You know, the height difference, the personalities they portray. You know, they're both heels, but they're different types of heels, and at least Alexa is some, something of a likable heel. Um, so, yeah, we'll watch this because at least it's not Nikki and Rhea. So, so I like it. I'll watch it, see what happens. And I guess the default we are going to bring up. So Nikki and Rhea defeated Shada and Nia Jax by pinfall. I hope they're not doing the Randy Orton-Matt Riddle route because we just did that. But it looks like they're doing the Matt Riddle and Randy Orton route with <laughs> Rhea and Nikki. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't got anything there, Greg. Do you have anything on Nia, Nikki, and Rhea trying to team together? Yeah, I won't worry about it. It's not going to work. Uh, we don't have enough invested in either of these teams to to make it last. Uh, you know, past you know a month of TV. So yeah. I think we're safe here. And I. I just don't know what so what is next for Nikki and Rhea? Do they find themselves in the title picture maybe after Alexa and Charlotte? Like do they find themselves back in the title, you know, the women's title picture? No, I think the shakeups was gonna 
give them. You think one one of them might go. One of them might go like you said. I think you said Rhea maybe to SmackDown. Yeah, and Nikki maybe stays on Raw. Right. Or do you so, think they both go to? Do you think they both go to SmackDown? Yeah, but not both. Um, yeah, because I think they Nikki, need to be separated. Yeah, Nikki has an uphill climb as it is, and switching brands. Yeah. I don't think it's going to help her uh, at all. So, I think she'll stay where she is. But Rhea needs a, a fresh coat of paint. You know, SmackDown Blue. So, I think that's the, definitely going to happen. Especially if you have Becky as a champ still, Rhea can be a good force to kind of go against her. You know, the the good and bad. So, and then right. finally, Matt Riddle defeated AJ Styles versus Pinfall. We had almost out there. We had Randy Orton out there. That all played a part. I guess we're going to get a rematch between these two at Extreme Rules. Don't know what will be involved. Scooters, maybe. You know, maybe they'll have a, a scooter on a pole match. I don't, I'm just totally obviously being dumb here. But uh, yeah, we, we should get some TLC type match, though, I think, just to kind of give it some flair to it. So, um, what are your thoughts on Riddle and Orton and AJ and almost going at it again for the titles? Hey, do it. Um, tag team title rematch in a TLC match. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. It's so got uh, it's got the you know it's, it's got the uh, backstory. It's it's strong enough to carry a TLC match. So you know mm-hmm. not all the rivalries are good enough to warrant that match. You know a tables match, yeah, a ladders match, yeah, a chairs match, but not all three. So mm-hmm. this is worthy of a TLC match. Uh that was raw. So. We'll get right into NXT. So Ridge Holland defeated Timothy Thatcher by pinfall. Still looks like champion Ridge Holland will go at it. So we have the whole team of Pete Dunne, um, Oni Lorcan, Ridge Holland, and now Danny Burch is back. So who in the hell <laughs> kick up team up with Thatcher and Champa because it all looks like it's leading to war games, yeah. which is in November. But uh, I guess we have time. Maybe they might call some people down. But right now, I have no clue, Greg, who could step up to help out Thatcher and Champa because it just doesn't feel like anybody on the NXT roster really fits that bill. Do you have any names out there? Because I don't. And I'm willing to listen, though, and see what names you throw out. Well, first name that comes to mind is Gargano. Mm-hmm. Because the way is going to be going back to baby faces, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know, go ahead and throw Loomis in there. So, okay, Champa Thatcher, Gargano, Loomis, um, War Games match, know, we, right? So you know, Loomis has been doing, um, you know, as solid as work as you can be doing without saying a word. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, the the guy you can't help but like him. You know, the creepy stalkery guy, but he gets the girl, and um, you know he's been shining. The match, his matches have been good, and um, you know he's raising his profile a bit. So, I think uh, the way is, is switching to baby anyway. Yeah, um, yeah back history with Champ and Gargano, of course. 
And uh, I think that uh, wasn't there some type of interaction with Gargano and that crew not too long ago, if I remember right. Yeah, I think so. Um, and that makes sense if you have Loomis as the maybe you have Loomis bring in Gargano somehow, like because Gargano yeah. obviously is going to be very leery about teaming up with Champa, you know. So maybe you have him, um, but like I, I mean, this is tailor made for some sort of war games match, and you Absolutely. know, I I think it'll be kind of a fun match to throw out there. So, um, Caden Carter, Casey Castanero, Castanzaro. Defeated Gigi Dolan and then Jesse Jane. I'm sure both of us would like to see Dolan and Jane pick up the win. Unfortunately, yeah. they didn't. So it might be too soon for them yet. Uh, I would think Carter and Casanero kind of find themselves back in the title picture whenever Zoe Stark and Io Shirai decide to show back on TV with the titles. Because we haven't seen them on TV with the titles since they won. We've seen the the segments, you know, backstage are the, the vignettes of dinner and then whatever the other ringside thing was. But I would assume we're going to see them back on TV with the titles the next couple weeks. So um, any any thoughts there, Greg? You know, are you okay with them being the next title contenders? I know, we, like I said, we wanted Dolan and Jane probably to find themselves, but it's probably too early since they're just kind of fresh to the roster. Yeah, exactly. Um, Casey and Caden have, you know, earned their stripes, and you know they look decent. And mm -hmm. you know, there's their size works against them, of course. Um, yeah, you know, they're giving up about six inches apiece mm -hmm. to uh, whoever their opponents are uh, because they are so short. But you know, when you're shorter, those high flying moves look that much more amazing. So. Um, and their finisher looks strong, so uh, yeah. um, got to give them credit for that. And Io Shirai's not anything to write home about height-wise, so at least that true, you know, works. And then Zoe Stark, well, it feels like forever since I've seen her in a ring. I don't think she's much taller than um, than uh, Io. So, like you said, yeah. I think physically they'll be able to pull it off. And you know, you have uh, Casey with her. American Ninja Warrior <laughs> or outing because she was, you know, on that show. So, uh, right. Yeah. But I'm with you. I think uh, Gigi and uh, JC Jane are where the money is. Uh, they have the look, they have the, uh, you know, that it factor about them that Casey yeah. and Kitten don't. So, I think in a matter of time, they'll, they'll get their, their push. But, you know, I can see them doing. Uh, KC squared for the, the championship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because Casey and Caden, like, there's just nothing there. Like, hey, we're friends. <laughs> That's all they run on, you know, like, we're best friends. And yeah. it, I don't, it feels very forced as well, which is funny because they are legit friends outside the ring, but something about it just feels forced. So, uh, Kaylee Ray picked up a win, but I want to talk about Samoa Joe because every guy came out there to <laughs> to confront him. Like you said, we had LA Knight, we had Pete Dunne, we had Kyle O'Reilly. I think Gargano was out there at some point. Champa was out there at some point. I mean, we had everybody. So, Greg, right now, who's the first contender you want to throw out Samoa Joe? Yeah, I think Pete Dunne makes the most sense. 
Yeah, and uh, that's what I those two go. those two have been posturing back and forth for a while. Just you know, quick little backstage, you know, catching each other's glances and mean mugging each other. It's been going on back and forth for a bit. So Pete uh, Dunn makes the most sense. Um, Are you okay with it being a TV match, or do you want to? And see, that's my only downfall. Do we want to save it for like the next takeover or next war games or whatever? Because I feel like it's a throwaway match, you know, on a TV style match. But at the same time, I think I'd be okay with it if you give him 20, 20 some minutes, you know, give him the last, you know, half hour to just go at it, you know, in a main event type TV style match. So, yeah, it would be takeover worthy. Mm -hmm. Um, it's with them, yeah, but some of the other guys that came out, uh, not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, LA Knight should be a TV match. Um, yes. no, much as I love the guy, you know, do it on regular TV. Um, Gargano would, you know, build it up right, would be worthy of uh, a special event takeover, um, style match. So, Depends on who it is and if they they build it up right, but Dunn should be the first guy, and um, eventually I think it's gonna yeah, Kyle's gonna get his shot. Uh, I don't like what they're doing with him. The whole cool Kyle, Kyle thing went you know is pretty much a dud, and they're still trying to figure out who he is and yes. what he's doing. Um, I get him coming out and saying, I want, you know, next shot, but um, I'm not feeling Kyle right now. So Dunn seems better, the better option for sure. It feels like Samoa's going to, Samoa Joe's going to have to be a longer champion than what we might have thought as well. Like, you know, I was thinking a couple months, a few, but he might get till the end of the year because right now, it's hard to find that next guy that's ready. You know, we've went to Gargano before. L.A. Knight, I I don't think we'll ever get the title. I think he'll just kind of be that title picture and then get bumped up. I mean, yeah. could you revisit Champa? Maybe, but, you know. And then, I, you know, maybe Pete Dunn's the guy. Maybe he gets it. You know, maybe he faces Joe in another match on TV. On, a pay-per-view to get the mat, you know, the title and kind of lead his faction whenever they're going to get a name. I still want a name for them. So we don't just have to say, you know, those four guys, <laughs> if we called it team McAfee before, but now McAfee's not even involved with that. And, uh, by the way, uh, shout out to Pat McAfee for fighting COVID. Cause you yeah. know, he unfortunately got it and he's vaccinated. It still was kicking his butt. It's uh, he said, uh, a big fever, you know, drenching sweat. So, uh, and he lives here in Indy. So, um, he's, he's quarantined up in his house as he showed a couple of pictures from him just laying in the bed. Cause that's all he could really do. So, uh, hopefully, you know, he, he'll be back on TV at some point. Cause he said out indefinitely, which is never a good thing, yeah. you know, makes you wonder, but anyways, so, um, yeah, yeah I think with him, um, also in that segment with, uh, the parade of challenges that came for Joe. Uh, I loved how they made him strong in the sense of 
every time they do this parade of challenges business, um, the numbers take over and champions ends up taking a beating. But he didn't. Joe was smart enough to <laughs> saw the guy coming from behind them. He saw the guy sneaking up from the side, and uh, you know he was dropping everybody left and right, head on the swivel. And that's how, you know, your champ knows be that the guys are coming for him. That's how he should be doing it. That's how it always should be done. But yeah, this is the first time they've got it right in a long time. So I was impressed that uh, that that they that they nailed it this time with, with Joe. But that's the way it should be. And then we had Carmelo Hayes defeat Odyssey Jones. I You could have gone either way. Both these guys look ready for NXT. And I think both these guys will be big names, you know, in the next year. If, you know, Carmelo might already be working his way up already, but I think Odyssey Jones guy, you know, this time next year on NXT, I think we're really going to be talking up. So um, any thoughts on that, Greg? Yeah. Um, um, good match. Um, I was a little surprised by the, uh, by the ending. Mm-hmm. But you know it is what it is. I was Team Carmelo after the fail that was the uh, the promo the week before when the matchup was set and uh, they interviewed Carmelo at the top of the ramp and he gave a great promo and it, the the meat of it was you know it's like a video game where you get to that final boss. And you beat the final boss and you win. And it's like, plot twist, I'm the final boss. And then uh, Odyssey comes out. And so Carmelo's, he's put the, the T out. He's put the ball on top of the T. And all Odyssey has to do is hit it. And he did nothing. He stood there and he stared at him. And he did his little whoop, whoop thing. Yeah. And that was it. And I was like, what? Yeah. That's it. He gave you all the meat on the bone, and that's what you give me. You know, you need to, you know, give your title shot to the second runner-up and go back to promo class because you suck, yeah. dude. Uh, I was really disappointed by that, and you know, he could have. There was so much could have done with what what he just gave you before you came out, and you did nothing with it, and. You know that's that's you. That's on you. And you can't deliver. You know on the mic. You know we're not gonna buy you in the ring. But it's been that time on you. And from that moment, I was Team Carmelo as far as this um, this finals matchup. So um, I know kind of weirdest things to to pick on, but um, you know it all counts. You know, it's no, part yeah. of your your overall grade. It's like an essay. You get points for references. You get points mm-hmm. for your material. You get points for A, B, and C. And if you can't do it all, then you're going to get a failing grade. So yeah. um, that was a big fail for me, and that showed some of um, you know, his, his work. He's, he's trying to rely on his size and just his look to get him by, and you can't do that. You know, you got to be good at everything. And uh, Carmelo looks like a finished product. You know, his, his, the way he carries himself, the way he talks, the way he wrestles. You know, he, he's looking a lot more like a package than um, Odyssey is. So, yeah. 
you know, that was my thought. But hopefully, Odyssey will figure it out and, you know, make a name for himself. But, you know, after that promo, I was I was done with him for the short term, at least. I would imagine Carmelo probably asked for a North American title shot. I know the NXT title makes more sense because it's a bigger title. But you wonder if maybe, because at the level he's at right now, maybe it makes more sense kind of put himself in the mid range and see where he goes. But I mean, I guess if you want to, I mean, Samoa Joe could work with anybody though. So maybe he does, you know, they said any title, but um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how they, like how long they wait, you know, and all that. But does, like you said, I think Cabral is a step ahead, but I'm still kind of holding out hope for Odyssey Jones because he's a bigger guy, which kind of sucks because we just got rid of Bronson Reed, but that's a whole nother <laughs> Another ball of wax, and I think Bronson Reed will end up fine wherever he ends up. You, you, we'll see where that is, but um, yeah. Uh, Boa lost. May Ying tried to, you know, step up again. I, I don't know what we're doing with all this, Greg. Zaylee's missing. Um, if we have Milk Carton, her name, her face has been on there for a while because, you know, if you're not going to use her, then call her up to the main roster and see what she can do there. You know, it, yeah. Because you know, obviously, you've moved on from her down there. But uh, any thoughts on the whole wherever this is going, Greg? I don't. Boa keeps losing. Did I thought he lo- he lost before too? So obviously, they don't have much faith in him. And whatever this stuff with Mei Ying is, you know, is she going to wrestle? Is she just going to do her, you know, choking thing like whatever with she did with Mercedes? Like, what is she doing? So. <laughs> It's just weird, yeah. weird, weird stuff right there. Yeah, she's going to host Halloween Havoc, apparently. Um, yeah, maybe she can that's be the all host. She's, <laughs> that's all she's good at doing is just sitting there and looking scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, apparently they have no faith in the uh, team shot club because, you know, they're not winning. They're, they went back to formula and, you know, beat Bo and Zia Lee within an inch of their life and, you know, they came back killers and that only lasted for, you know, a month or two. So, um, you know, you, you got a little something with Mei Ying there, but, you know, you're going to surround her with if, you know, subject seat was in. So, um, so they can show me something, you know, done with that little faction. Then mm-hmm. Legato, Dave Phantasma, speaking of factions, defeated a hit row by pinfall. Uh, you know, now we have a woman, Electra Lopez, involved with Legado de Fantasma. So now we have the sides are even. I mean, we could get our first intergender war games match. I mean, we've not. You can you could check that off the first thing to do. Um, it'll be interesting, you know, kind of see if Electra and B Fab because we haven't we haven't seen B Fab in the ring as well either. So you know, we'll kind of see if maybe what she could do because I'm ready to see what she could do. You know, I, I'm done with the ciphering. I'm done with the raps. I'm done with, you know, it's fine in, you know, limits, but it's time to see what B-Fab could do in the ring. And now you have a woman on Legato's side, which makes me think they'll probably be down for NXT for a little bit longer. You know, even though I, I still think they're needed on Raw a little more than SmackDown, but it does look like, you know, Legato Dave Fantasma is kind of NXT for a little bit longer. So, so, Greg, we finally got what we wanted. We have a woman involved in a really good match, and these factions going at it, good gang warfare happening with them. Uh, your own thoughts on all that? Yeah, I like it. And 
it's always been kind of ignored that uh, you know the sides were uneven. And when Legato gets up, BFAB is the equalizer and becomes and turns the tide. Uh, I've been wondering who are they going to bring in as a female representative. Um, you know, I thought about Mercedes Martinez just because of the Latino heritage um, thing. I don't know who Electra Lopez is, but uh, looking at her, she looks like a beast. And I mean that in the greatest way possible. Um, and I love it because now we're going to get to see, you know, what BVAP can do in the ring. And, um, you know, I love the idea of uh, intergender war games. Um, and, you know, in war games, anything goes. You know, those women throw around the men just as well as they can throw each other around. Because um, yeah. they're bigger than, you know, half the men that are in that match uh, if they did it as war game style. So, um they could they could push the envelope a little bit with it, with um, you know not just the women, you know fighting each other, but also fighting the men and the men getting licks on them, them getting licks on the men, the way they didn't loot your underground. Check out Tubi, and <laughs> watch all the great intergender matches they had there, brutal intergender matches. Um, Frankie Monet knows all about that, right? She was part it, of those. Exactly. Um, and then you had the. Uh, Angle with uh, Eva Lee and uh, Jeremiah Crane, mm-hmm. aka Sammy Callahan, and uh, mm-hmm. that right now. Um, uh, did Eo Eo Shirai do some intergender stuff? Because she was in Lucha Underground for a little bit too. Ah, did she mix that. it up with well, them? Did she? Oh, I'm pretty sure. Lotus, if she was one of yeah. the Lotus uh, girls, I thought she had a uh, mask, right? It could be. I'm trying to remember. Um, yeah. I remember I guess, the Lotus yeah. tribe, but there was five of them dressed kind of ninja style. Um, yes. But yeah, the, you know, that's the perfect example of how to do a great uh, intergender match and, you know, looks great and, you know, nobody's getting all up in arms because, you know, a male is striking a female and vice versa because, you know, we're suspending our disbelief here. But this is a great opportunity to do that and and do it here on this platform. So uh, I hope that's what happens because it would be amazing. And, uh, you know, it could set a new bar that's, that's not done in wrestling on this side of Mexico. So I'm all for it. It happens. If it happens. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah. So that was NXT. Um did you see the new logo they're throwing out there, Greg, for it? Do I need a screen shared? Have you seen the new logo that we are getting for NXT? No. Okay. Well, let me find it really quick. People are, you know, bashing on it because it's more powerful and, you know, whatever. But uh, let me bring it up really quick. Let's and see. They're, they're, they're going to just chat the straight developmental. So can you see that now? Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, so that is the new logo. Uh, I I think it looks like MTV, personally, but some people are throwing out the Nickelodeon aspect. And yes, they are no longer actively scouting indie talent. Now, I will say, I will kind of add the caveat, good talent is good talent. I don't think, I think if there's an indie talent, that they keep hearing about, 
and they think they want to sign him or her, they're going to sign him. But it, yeah. you know, I I think it means more. They're not going to go to an indie show or go to you know progress or evolve or what you know go to these you know indie shows and like have William Regal there looking like. But you can't tell me if they hear some buzz on somebody, they're not going to at least entertain the idea or you know get yeah. video on the guy or girl or go you know. And then some people said, well, this might be better for indie talent because now they can work the indie scene and make their name and not have to worry maybe about if they want to try to make is it might almost be like a glass ceiling though. Like, will that stop them from a certain level? Maybe, but you still have AEW, you still have impact. You still have ring of honor. You know, we still have these other, you know, territories that they can go to. So, you know, Lance storm had brought it up. Sorry, as well that if they hear buzz on somebody, you can't tell me that Triple H isn't running <laughs> to the video to watch him or, you know, sending somebody from NXT to that show to see that guy or girl. Like, I, you know, whatever. But so this is the new logo. Is it colorful? Yeah. I, I personally think they needed some color in it because, you know, like we've said, the CWC to me is pretty dark. Like, even watching matches, it's kind of tough to watch the matches just with it being so dark. So, you know, lighten it up a little bit. I don't, I'm just saying it's just a logo. Like, you know, people were literally up in arms saying, this is the ugliest thing ever. I can't believe what they're doing to NXT. Like, how many times have they changed NXT on us, Greg? Like, you know. Yeah, I mean, but it's always been the consistent fucking bold brand. This looks true. like they gave the NXT logo to a fifth grade class and gave them some watercolor. Okay. Yeah, and they just you know splattered watercolor all over it. Um, I mean, it does not have the black and gold. You're right. I will say that it. Now it's what is it going to be known as? Is is a bigger? And then I know, right. like they said, they're going to stop going more. Um, I think they said you know younger guys and girls, maybe bigger, you know, stronger people. But like I said, even if but if there's some five nine guy that could go in the ring, cut it on the mic, looks good, maybe they look good in their frame. You can't tell me that Vince, somebody's gonna say, okay, let's at least see what this person could do. <laughs> you know, maybe actively yeah. scouting out, sure. Cause you know, you gotta think you got you do have a roster. You know, we keep saying you have a roster now that you need to take advantage of. So um by the way, where's Adam Cole going? <laughs> we still don't know that. You know? <laughs> I can already tell you, he's going to AEW. I guarantee it. There's no well, doubt he, in my mind he's going to show up on AEW. And some people thought he might have showed up last night. I don't think he was going to show up last night. But anyway, so we'll see when he was. Well, he wasn't teased, which we're getting into Dynamite now. Uh, but somebody else was teased. And that, oh, man, that just, <laughs> if that happens... Yeah. Um, <laughs> if Daniel Bryan at shows up at all out, you know, with the final countdown, with whatever fight of the Valkyries, that tide is totally turned. I mean, that you already have Punk. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, I should have. Uh, I think definitely flighted Valkyries because we want to get some separation from uh, 
WWE Daniel Bryan. So the, so the final uh, countdown, you mean? Final count, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we want to get away yeah. from Fight of the Valkyries. So I would be fine if he started with the Fight of the Valkyries and then like you did the Edge thing and it just cuts into the final countdown. <laughs> you know what I'm like? Okay. You do some yeah, weird yeah. like, like you start it and then you just cut it real quick and maybe have his actual graphic come out, have the final countdown. You know, if Tony Khan wants to pay you play pay Europe, the band that has it. I mean, he's paying Living Color for cult personality. So right. and he's paying Bolt you know, Baltimore for Jungle Boys music. So, you know. I see it doing the uh, you know, the fight of the Valkyries for a, a couple seconds and then having the the sound effect, the record skip, the needle skipping across the yes. record. And then you hear da, 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 da. So, you know, everybody gets the joke and, you know, the pops cr goes crazy. And yeah. So, but, and then Brian Danielson will be uh, that. Um, but in, we'll get into that real quick. So, Orange Cassidy defeated Matt Hardy. I feel bad for Orange Cassidy because <laughs> I kept thinking they're going to do something more with him. Uh, he beat Jericho in the Mimosa match, and you thought, okay. And then he's, you know, helping Yuta Wheeler, and he's feuding with the Hardy office, whatever, family office, Hardy family office, whatever they are. Uh, it, it, you talk about start and stop, start and stop guy. That's Orange Cassidy. Like, you keep feeling like they're, they're going to pull the trigger. They're going to pull the trigger. You know, give him give him the TNT title. Maybe that's down the road. But, you know, I don't know, Greg. Like, am I too on the Orange Cassidy hype train? Like, should I just be happy with where he's at? Do you think there should be more for him? No, nah, man. I'm the conductor of the Orange Cassidy hype train. <laughs> man, you're, you're leading the way. Oh, my God, dude. That <laughs> man is over. He mm -hmm. is, like... You list the biggest stars in AEW, and he is in the top five easy. Yeah. Uh, and I think the way they're looking at him is, and it sucks they're doing the whole stop and start with him. Uh, but they know they know he's over. They can plug him in any moment they want. Yeah. They can say, uh, Kenny Omega and Orange Cassidy next Go week. Go for the title. <laughs> Go for title, and everybody will lose their minds. He is ready to plug and play the moment they want because the guy is bulletproof. Everybody loves him, and you know it's it's just him being him, and and we love it. We've been eating it up, and uh, you know his his lo his following is, you know, we are locked in. So it will happen eventually. Uh, we'd rather have it happen sooner than later, but. Um, I don't mind them taking their time and letting him build his foundation even more and even more. And, Do you think he gets a you know, run with him. the title? Not maybe not the heavyweight title. Do you think he gets a run with the TNT title or even tag team titles? Maybe with him and Chuck Taylor or him and Yuta Wheeler, him and you know um, uh, who's the uh, Trent. Trent Barrett, or is that, am I right? Trent, right? Yeah, Trent Barrett, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he needs a big title. The heavyweight? 
<laughs> Heavy, heavyweight or TNT? Um, Probably more TNT. Yeah, but you think <laughs> about that match he had with Kenny? Or yeah. Was it the, the three-way I mean, match? The three-way, and everybody Lee was Lee on. had a one-on-one -on -one match. He had, yes, you know, that's true. Great moments in that three-way match that they had. And but he has had the one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, we got that taste of what Kenny and Orange would be, and it was delicious. So uh, it's it's ready to go the moment they say do it. And uh, just He might get that Impact Wrestling title, Greg, because remember we had the small – Tease on Rampage. We had Orange Cassidy in the front row, and then Orange Cassidy was in the background listening to Christian talk after yeah. he won the title. I mean, they have to play off that, don't they? Because you talk right. about, you know, dropping like truth bombs, like that's, you know, or dropping hints, like that might as well yeah. be laying it out on the table, or as you're good, laying it out on the um, the green to hit it off the tee, like, you know. Right. I don't, want, so. I don't want him to win the Impact title, but I do. As long as he keeps, you know, shows up on Impact with it or shows up on AEW uh, with it every week. But, yeah, I would watch Impact for a Orange Cassidy and um, Christian match. So, you know, I hope they do it. But he, that would be a moment that uh, he he's earned that. So, uh, and that's a big honking Easter egg sitting there. Yeah. And we all saw it, and nobody's mentioned it. The the uh, commentators were oblivious to it, and uh, but that's yeah, they, that has to be something. Yeah, I don't think it you, has you know, to be. A W is not very bad about just throwing something out there without follow up on it. So right. um, then Jericho and JF will get them one more time. Jericho's in-ring career will be on the line this time. I feel like we'll still get Jericho at least one more match down the road sometime. I don't think he will be completely done yet. I think they'll somehow write him back in. But um, we'll get this at all out. I didn't realize MJF was 3-0 against Jericho, unless they're counting the the big, like the team matches. But yeah, um, They are. Uh, so MJF probably will beat Jericho again. And then Jericho will be, you know, Rampage. Even though, Greg, I still hate the four-man team because I feel like I don't know who – like, it's got to be tough for them, too, like four voices at once trying to talk during a show. So um, what do you think about Jericho and MJF one more time with Jericho's in-ring career on the line? And do you think it is officially the last match for Jericho? Or like I'm saying, do you think they'd ride him back in somehow down the road, you know, after Fozzie's done touring or – you know, at double or nothing or something like that. No, I think Jericho's going to win this. Um, okay. You know, they they beat him down and beat him down and beat him down. And eventually, the hero the hero is going to rise and get his payback. So this looks like that moment, and I can see a scenario where after he wins, then he gets the beat down, and that writes him off TV for a little while while he does his uh, posse gig, but. Um, I think he definitely goes, is going to get the win uh, in this in this match, Rip, save his career, and um, you know afterwards is where the shenanigans shenanigans going to happen. And, you know, he gets beat down by MJF and Wardlow, or 
um, you know, more the pinnacle and, you know, the inner circle's a little outnumbered, but that's the way to write him off after he gets the win. So I, I think yeah. that's what's going to happen. Uh, Lucha Bros defeated Har- Varsity Blondes. We have the Lucha Bros um, after Rampage last night. They are now getting a title shot against the Young Bucks in a steel cage. So that'll be cool to see. Uh, what do you think about the Varsity Blondes? I I don't really care for them. <laughs> There's nothing there. Like Julia, the cheerleader for them, and she's had some matches. And it is kind of interesting, Hollywood Blondes, which is Brian Pillman and Steve Austin. So it's kind mm-hmm. of cool for Brian Pillman Jr. to play off of that a little bit. But I don't really care for them. <laughs> do you like them yeah. at all, Greg? No, it's kind of like an Archie come to life. Um, yeah. So okay. Like I, I'm not a, <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan right now. Uh, seem like decent guys, but a uh, little too wholesome, leave the beaverish kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, give them a little more. But edge. I mean, glad they got a, a match against Lucha Bros because that it's starting to you know skim them a little bit more. Because you got to build up other tag teams, True. you know. We can have Lucha Bros, Jurassic Express, Young Bucks, as many times, but then you're eventually going to need that next tier to come up. So, um, yeah. Jamie Hader defeated Red Velvet. Chris Statlander comes out there and makes a save because we are getting Chris Statlander and um, Britt Baker for the title. But let's talk about it, Greg. CM Punk's tease. And the shoes, I believe, had – I don't know what they had this week, but I thought one week they said DB, and then another week they said AC, and I thought they said BW one week. So we had CM Punk laying it out there, though. All the crowd was going yes, and he says just be a little more patient. And, of course, that gets the internet, you know, yeah. on fire. So Daniel Bryan, at all out. Right, looks like it. Um, An appearance, probably. A few more weeks, a a little more patience. Yeah, just well, you see, that's the Casino Battle Royal match at uh, All Out, right? Yeah, I want something bigger than I want. I want something bigger for him than that. I still hold that as like something, you know. Yes, it's big, but look at the past mystery opponents they've had for it. We had, you know, win uh, the Casino Battle Royal, you'll get a title shot, correct? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, what better debut having come in, surprise entry in the Casino Battle Royal and win? That's true. I was in it, but then again, do you put, you got to put that on the main show? Like, usually, has it been on the pre? Well, no, I guess it has been on the main show. But um, I was trying to think, like, who's the last winner of that that we've cared about? Because <laughs> you had Lance sure. Archer win it once. Uh, you had who else was Scorp? I can't remember. Anyways, I think Scorpio did win. Did he win it? No, he. Uh... Well, I know Matt Seidel was the mystery opponent that one time, and that's when he slipped. <laughs> and that that's <laughs> been the that's been his AW career in a nutshell. Uh, I was trying to think of who the last wasn't it. Um, Leo Rush, that was the surprise oh, yeah, yeah, entrance. Yeah. Okay. But I can't remember who won it that year because, you know, obviously it didn't matter. 
But anyway, right. so but, if you but wait, Daniel, it, yeah, you automatically I mean, yes, throw the pipeline to the champion, Kenny Megan. So. That's true. And yeah, yeah. But then I feel like I want Daniel Bryan to win the title right away. Well, it's it's due it's time <laughs> for Kenny to lose. So it is they already taking Kenny. they already taking the impact strap off of him. And this is the time where the uh, elite is going to slowly and surely get defaced. Our, our fa- you know, fracture. Yeah, all the gold is going to start slipping away. And we already lost Hangman Page, which I'm still trying to figure, you know, I, I, I mean, I understand staying home for a baby, but, you know, unless, you know, anyways, who knows what's more with that. So, um, Darby Allen, John Moxley, Eddie Kingston defeated the Wingmen. Uh, yeah, talk about the weirdest faction yeah. in a like even weirder than the Dark Order when the Dark Order were first together. It's Caesar Bozani, Dolph Ziggler's brother, <laughs> Ryan Nemeth, <laughs> the um, J J D Drake, who looked like uh, somebody said Roadkill from um, the ECW days. Remember the Amish, and then yeah. Peter Avalon, who on BTE is still trying to get back with Leva Bates, the librarians. So yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> the Wingmen. But anyways, yeah, and then speaking of why <laughs> weird factions, the Gun Club defeated the Factory. I am just waiting for the internet to burn when QT Marshall beats Big Show at All Out, Greg. <laughs> like. Some people want to watch the word world burn, and I want to see that. And I was going back and forth with somebody on Twitter. They're like, "Well, they're just waiting for Anthony Gogo to come back to defeat um, Big Show." And I said, "I'd even think about Anthony Gogo because that shows how much I care about him now." Yeah, like he's still a thing, apparently. Well, we haven't seen him I in guess. a while, so <laughs> we haven't seen him since. It's not that big a thing, Cody. Yeah, but and if he defeats the Big Show, he'll probably just do the Floyd Mayweather thing and just punch him out once, and you know. But uh, how about the end, though, Greg? Malachi Black defeated Brock Anderson, and Black lays out Arn and Brock, and then to crickets <laughs> comes out Big Shoddy. Lee Johnson and talk about like lack of, you know, <laughs> I mean, there was nothing. And even Malachi was getting uh, not really any reaction towards the end of that match. Cause I think we need more for Malachi. Like this stuff with Brock and Arn is, you know, we had the Cody thing and I kept saying, how are you going to follow up with that? And you're not really following it up with anything worthwhile. And, you know, Lee Johnson, like, I mean, he's, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I can't even describe, you know, he, he, I don't know. Like, help me out, Greg. I'm, I'm, I'm falling off the raft here. No, you have it, anything on Lee Johnson? Is. Like, yeah, he's, not, he's not in, he's not in Malachi's level. No, uh, he's more grist for a mill, pretty much. Um, yeah. So, there's got to be somebody waiting in the wings that's going to be a, a legitimate challenge for him um, because, you know, Lee Johnson is going to get these this work too and it's going to go just as quickly as uh, Brock Anderson. 
So I like it that they're, they're making Malachi look as strong as possible. Um, but it's time to level him up. You know, he's, he's, his bar is full. It's to level him up to the next guy. Yeah. So, you know, there's plenty of guys to, to bring out from the back to, uh, you know, further his cause. And so, do we you know, do, uh, is not going to be the man. And we do Malachi Black and Lee Johnson at all out. Because it's a pretty full card right now. Um, or do you just do that on the, that, like a TV? That's a dynamite match. Yeah. Yeah, that's a match for dynamite. Well, what does Malachi do something at all out? Uh, if, if the next big bad comes out after the uh, – the dynamite match against Bishotti, yes, but if not, then you know we can send him out this one and put him in in that. The full gear, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, that's all I got on dynamite. Did you have anything that I missed that you want to catch up on? Um, kind of a lackluster I one. I thought it was. I mean this. And like the CM Punk stuff, like Greg, I you know people have already those, said it. Those made a bit. We got to get. Oh, go ahead. Loving, I was say loving Miro's work. Yeah, uh, Miro's promos are one of my favorite spots of the whole show every week. Um, so I'm looking forward to him and Eddie Kingston. That that's going to be a great match. And that's it for all. Um, See, I I thought that was happening on Dynamite. And then I saw that it was listed as all out, and I was like, oh, I'm mistaken. I was mistaken about that. So, um, yeah. And the CM Punk stuff, like, we got to move on a little bit from the whole, I'm happy to be here, right? Like, he's given that, like, a couple times yeah, now. Um, and then I'm he still, did it. Right. You're I'm still, I'm digging still it. trying to understand why Dorby Allen. Um, that's, why, that's what I was going to ask you. Do we see Darby and Punk touch before All Out? No. So we'll do no, the old school um, where they don't they don't get physical till All Out. Right. There's no heat between them aside from you know Darby calling him out and you know the best world show up and you know Punk acknowledging him, saying I'm see you. I'll prove myself, but there's no animosity between them. Could they be in the ring at the same time though? Before all so, out, until you like get a face to face. So, um, yeah, yeah, right. Okay. So I'm confused why they're doing this as the as the opener. I know, you know, Punk's like the biggest thing in a long time, and Darby's, you know, again in that top five mm-hmm. of, you know, AEW favorites. You know, so why are you matching these two up? Um, Unless one's going to turn, or um, it just doesn't make sense to me that they're doing these two right now, where there's a dearth of heels waiting um, to go at Punk. You know, for, to go at Punk, and you know, to start with Darby Allen doesn't still doesn't make sense to me. So, I hope in the storytelling, you know, it, it comes out and it makes sense down the road. But right now, I don't get it. And then, like you brought up, I wonder if this opens the night for All Out. But then if you're having Daniel Bryan as your surprise entry into the Battle Royal for the Casino Battle Royal, you got to open with that. 
and just get the crowd amped, you know, not the middle of the night. Like, yeah. so, but if we're not doing Daniel Bryan, then this probably should open the night. Cause like, do you want the show hijacked by CM Punk chance throughout the night or just get him out, you know, not get him out of the way, but like, let him have the first match and, you know, I was thinking what they can do. I was thinking that should have been the main event hmm. that, uh, you know, Chicago's favorite son, you know, should be the, the main event. Um, and especially since we're getting Kenny and Christian, but. Right. You don't want to go to show with that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't think, but um, we, we, they, love their, they love their AEW title matches at the end of the night, though. Right, but if Christian wins, you know, he's not going to get the pop that Punk's going to get. It well, Punk no. wins. Not even yeah, close. That's true. Not yeah. even a tenth of it. So, um, I guess I would just, I, yeah, I mean, I guess they don't, if they don't care about the, like, would the CM Punk chance throughout the night ruin stuff? That's guess what I would wonder. I don't think it would because they know it's coming. They know it's yeah, that's true. coming. Like, yes. They wouldn't hide that the show because, you know, they take It's almost like they don't. They almost don't need to say it because they know he's there. Right. They take pride anyway, in, no, yeah. in being smarter wrestling fans and having more respect uh, for no. pride. So. <laughs> <Are> we, <laughs> that's not have the word smarter. Group. No. <laughs> <laughs> we wrestling fans dumb. No. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Smart March. What an oxymoron that is. But anyways, that's a whole nother. <laughs> that's a whole nother conversation. Uh, let's do another break. Get some more bills paid here for. Um, our realty talk and uh, we'll come right back and finish up last night. Uh, we got, you know, some SmackDown stuff happening and then we'll talk up rampage with Brandon Cutler in the main event. Oh man. What, what is up everybody? It's your boy Dan <laughs> over at BWSports1.com and black and white sports. And I'm wondering if you're ready to buy or sell that home. Now's the time. And I got just the person for you, Mr. Sean Nugent, a.k.a. Rockstar Realtor himself, 317-503-8322. Put that home on the market. Get into your dream home with this man. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker today, 317-503-8322. And make sure you tell him the boys over at BWSports1.com sent you. All right, I forgot we got one more, so let's give you one more bit of energy talk. Get our brains all going for Friday night. And, uh, yeah, let me give you one more commercial break, and then we'll be right back. All right, and we are back, ready to rock and or roll. We got some stuff to talk about Friday night, Friday night SmackDown. We had Becky Lynch out there first, taking in the crowd until she decided to turn on the crowd. 
And like you brought up, Greg, there were some boos. So, and I'm hearing Becky requested the heel turn. Like she wanted to come back as a heel, which is whatever, you know. Her and Seth must have been talking up heel turn plans, you know, <laughs> with with holding the baby at night or something. But, and I'm, you know, hey, if she wants a heel turn, I'm sure Vince is like, whatever. Like, <laughs> you're the man. Like, yeah. have at it. So, and and Becky needed a little more edge to her towards the end of that run, you know, towards the end of that run. Like we kept saying, I thought maybe the shade of Baser stuff would have given her a little more edge and it didn't. Um, even when she got a bite taken off her back, <laughs> which, <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyways, Shane is probably hoping she still was, I bet Shane is probably hoping she still was doing that. Honestly, compared to what she's doing now. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so anyways, um, so talk about parade of challengers. We had Bianca come out there, demand a rematch for that night. We had live our Selena Vega come out there. We had Carmela come out there and finally, the it girl, everybody's favorite girl right now, Liv Morgan, come out there. Um, somebody already calling it for Liv Morgan to win the, the Royal Rumble of 2022, Greg. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, well, yeah, we'll see. That maybe happen. a good run. Maybe a good run, maybe. But, you know, uh, I don't foresee Liv Morgan winning. But anyways. I'll eat so this all- Liv Morgan wins the Women's Royal Rumble. All right, Mark. Mark I'll, I'll eat it on it. the show. Let me clip it right there. <laughs> I love one that somebody tweeted out yesterday. I will buy everyone like an Xbox if Adam Cole debuts. And part of me is like, <laughs> oh, my God, please come out. Because, you know, you know, people are going to hold that person to their word. So anyways, <laughs> but all right. You will eat a hat if Liv Morgan wins the 2022 Royal Rumble. I am fine absolutely. with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, could, I could see her getting a title shot, though. I mean. Why not? You know, you could throw her at Becky because Becky's going to kill everybody on the way to Mania anyway. So, you know, <laughs> why not? Why not? Um, but Bianca Belair, in all the chaos, wins a um, elimination style match. Uh, Zelina Vega, though, wow, you came back for this. Like <laughs> right. she has not, she has not won right since she's came back. Like no, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, um, and I was waiting more for um, for Corey Graves to talk up Carmella. I mean, that's his that's his boo thing, right? He, he, he wasn't really. Uh, but how about Kevin Owens on commentary? I thought Kevin Owens was a nice nice voice. Like, there's there's definitely room for him. So, Greg, have at it. All the women's side of thing. What do you think about Becky and her and Bianca? Now we'll get and we're going to get a legit match at Extreme Rules, and I'm fine with that. So, yeah. It- you know, the talk of burying Bianca is a little premature. Uh, we didn't like what happened at the uh, SummerSlam, but, you know, mm-hmm. she's going to get her her rematch. And I like the way this segment played out. Uh, not that we thought that um, Lib Morgan or Carmella or Zelina Vega were going to be taken seriously, but it was all set up to show Bianca's frustration. Mm-hmm. And once Becky said no, that it showed her bowling point and her, you know, stand up for herself. I'm not going to take it anymore and just beating the crap out of the other women in the ring. 
and solidify herself like I'm going to be the one to tear off and you know not like we needed to see the match to know that that was going to be the outcome but um now we said but it builds up Bianca too like it made her roll through those three women make her look strong and you know now we're going to have a prepared Bianca going in uh babyface Bianca going in against newly healed uh, Becky, uh, the sides are, and we need the sides to find. Like, I don't think you want the crowd mixed on Bianca right now. Like, I don't right. think you want the crowd cheering for Becky, and then maybe some of it. Like, you want because for Bianca to get back, you know, get her bounce back, you want the crowd fully in her favor. So that's why I was fine with like, I mean, it almost makes sense in the way for you know um, Becky to be her the way she did. I mean, I hate saying back to Dana Bryan. But what helped Daniel Bryan get the crowd support? Him losing to Sheamus in 10 seconds. Like, people yeah. saw the right, like, so, you know, I, like I said, it it didn't look good at the time. But, um, and then also I want to book in the other end of things, Greg. So we had Roman Reigns out there with, by the way, I love the Bloodline t-shirt. That's another uh, wish list item I want to draw up. Because they had, you know, Jimmy and Jay in there. They had the stack of money on the table. That was a really cool looking shirt. So Finn Bauer comes out and issues a challenge. So, you know, we'll probably get Finn Bauer, Roman Reigns at Extreme Rules. And like we said, that circles things back and helps, you know, get Finn Bauer some steam back. Even if he loses, he could get a good high quality match with Roman. Um, you know, because and maybe that could main event, you know, for Extreme Rules. Cause right now, what will? I, I mean, maybe Becky and Bianca, because that feels like that has the most steam. So, you know, you wonder what well, you'll put this. But, you know, I'm fine with Roman Reigns and Finn Bauer going at it in a legit match, too. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for Finn because uh, I think he was really done dirty. Uh coming back and the way they did the whole John Cena situation, it made him look really bad and really gullible. Um, mm-hmm. And it threw him into the the bottom of the of the pile with Corbin and um, you know, that... We still broke. need Finn and Cena, I think. I think we still need Finn and Cena somehow. Right. And, and I like that, um, you know, he came out, you know, tried to reestablish you know his swagger and go you know i'm going to challenge you and you know i still got a bone to pick with john cena so it lends itself to lends us to believe that john's going to be back for more than just that match and he's going to uh pay off the ballot rivalry also um i'm not a fan that they're going to do this ballot match on uh smackdown Unless Balor wins, and not wins the title, but you know, wins by DQ or yeah. something like that, mm-hmm. so that you know he gets the W, uh, and it sets up a future match. Yeah, um, gives Finn bragging rights to say, you know, you couldn't handle the heat, and you know I want my you know championship match. Um, like I said, they did him dirty in the beginning, so now it's the time to make good on it because you know he didn't come out from 
all the uh, good in NXT to be um, back to his old self. Right. So, you know, you got to build him back up. You got to strengthen him, make it look as good as he did um, in NXT. And there's so many ways you can go with him. Um, You know, have him give Roman a run for his money. You know, get that DQ win. Um, and then when he gets the title match, have him come maybe this close to to winning. And then you still have the attraction of the demon, which we haven't seen in two years, Ages. three years maybe. Yep. And, uh, you know, him, you know, cutting a promo. I may need to dig a little deeper, need to dig a little dirtier, darker. And, uh, you know, maybe my my alter ego is going to come pay you a visit and and then we're intrigued to see the demon and uh roman reign because the demon doesn't lose so i can't think of a match yet where i saw the demon lose and uh you know there's your intrigue right there so it's there to be written so i like it that way for Finn, but you got you got to build him back up, get him some dubs, dubs and um, make the storyline legit. Uh, some of the other stuff that happened, so those are our big main ideas on SmackDown. We had Cesaro defeat Chad Gable by DQ. Otis came in there and wrecked things. Who is Cesaro going to get on his side to even things up here? <laughs> Adam Cole? No. Adam Cole will not appear on WWE TV again. Will you eat a hat? Will you eat a hat if Adam Cole appears on SmackDown? (laughs) Oh, hmm. We already know that player yet. You got to think. I I I know, Greg, it's outside the ring, but Cesaro and Adam Cole have a little good friendship outside the ring. Never know. It's not going to happen. He is he is AEW probably within the next six weeks you know, on AEW TV. Uh, like I said, well, his, technically, his he contract, could be on any time now, right? Because he has no... Right. Right. His, his, his contract was up before his up. takeover match. And, yeah. uh, and he had the last could, appearance with Johnny Gargano doing some video or a figure, action figure thing. So right, his, he so is he's he's Gonzo. He's not coming back on WWE TV. Could, somebody joked. They said they should get him a Lex Luger shirt, like that where he did for Nitro. He had that weird button-up white shirt where he showed up at the the Nitro show where it was in the Mall of America. <laughs> and they're like, "What's Lex Luger doing on TV?" So, um, yeah, I don't. But yeah. I don't know who Cesar. Like Nakamura's busy with, you know, Rick Boogs. Um, maybe Big E, just for Big E to do something. Yeah. No, no, no. Good question. Well, we got Big E and Happy Corbin feuding. So, yeah. Yes, I'm. I'm calling him Happy Corbin because that's what they're calling him now. Right. Yeah, we were wondering where that storyline was going to go, and now, and we saw it. Come on, man. That's that's it. That's he, what you give us. I mean, how many times you're gonna do the uh, the rags to riches, 
you know, Cameron Grimes can't or is game GameStop uh, stock paid off, and now he's rich. Baron Corbin goes to Vegas, and now he's rich. Well, somebody joked they should have just kept Corbin in Vegas, like just had him keep doing stuff from like segments from Vegas, you know, type, you know, or some casino like him winning. Like, don't even have him on TV wrestling. But you know, now we're gonna get Biggie and Baron, a happy Corbin, uh, which is a fun nickname, I guess. But whatever. <laughs> it makes me think yeah. of Happy Gilmore. I mean, yes, exactly. Happy Corbin, come on, man. Or I think of like the fifties or like the forties and thirties, like, like it should be Dapper Dan, you know, and stuff like that. Like (laughs) happy, happy Corbin. So, uh, yeah. And Shinsuke Nakamura, Rick Boogs defeated Robert Roode, Dolph Ziggler. We kind of saw that coming. And then Sabre Zay defeated Dominic versus pinfall, be a pinfall. And we saw Dominic walk away from daddy because, you know, now he's, now he's, he's getting fed up with daddy. Daddy yep. Ray, Greg. So, which it's we all said was coming. Yeah, it's happening. We we need that. Um, the um, the Michael Scott. Everybody stay calm. <laughs> stay calm, because <laughs> Daddy and Son are gonna feud. And um, so I was watching with my mom a couple weeks ago, and I told her that's coming. She's like, I hate when they do that with families, you know, like Nikki and Bree stuff. I'm like, well, I mean, that's the way they do it, you know. We, we, yeah. I mean, look at the McMahons. <laughs> How oh, often geez. do we see Stephanie and uh, Shane and Vince and Linda? <laughs> Linda. <Yeah. laughs> but anyway, so, um, yeah, I kind of rushed through SmackDown because SmackDown was kind of, eh. Yeah, it's been it was. Pretty, and, but then it drew, like, great. They said it drew in 2.8 million viewers overnight. And what's yeah. funny is here... We didn't have SmackDown Live because we had the Colts on. So the Colts played preseason game. So I had to watch SmackDown this morning. So I didn't even get to watch SmackDown Live. Because yeah, the buddy. Fox Fox held um the Colts and Lions preseason game three, Greg. Since you know that's what we all wanted to watch here in Indiana <laughs> was the preseason game three of the Colts and Lions. Which they won. Rivers make a cameo? <laughs> no, no, he did not. He is still coaching okay. down in Mississippi. His son's high school football team. Hey, so, that's that's my guy. PR seventeen. Carson, but Carson's life. practicing, so that's good. We might get Wentz back sooner rather than later. So, and they said yeah. he can't re-injure it. Whatever he got surgery on, it can't be re-injured. So that's good news. But I'm just I'm afraid of something else. Like arm or you know the other leg, like our other ankles. So. <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, we'll see how um, we'll need to get on the football talk sometime with the um, the Dukes of football and bring up our football team sometime there. So yeah. um, should we talk about Rampage? Because some stuff happened on Rampage. We brought it up earlier. The um, Lucha Bros defeated Jurassic Express. I was kind of surprised. I thought we'd revisit mm-hmm. Jurassic Express, Young Bucks, and I mean probably put the titles on the Young or Jurassic Express if we want to play up this whole you know they start losing the titles of the Elite and see where they could go after that. But 
do we see a title change for the Lucha Bros win the titles off of Young Bucks, Greg? Yes. Okay. Um, I and I'm with you. I thought this tournament was set up for the for the uh, Jurassic Express to win, and the Lucha Brothers were my pick uh, from the beginning. So yeah. I was presently surprised when they won this match. Um, they already have a win over the Young Bucks, and uh, in my opinion, they're the best tag team in the company. Uh, Ray Phoenix is the best luchador on the planet, period. I have not seen anybody better than him, past, present. Uh, Ray Phoenix is the most amazing luchador I've ever seen. The guy's moves are jaw-dropping. Every match, it seems like he does something you haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, love the guy. And, and you know, you know, I love that to the Lucha Underground. Shout out to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hollered at Tubi on, on Twitter to try to get us some Get us some, <laughs> get us some love. You know, maybe some, some bannies. Every, every time we, I should just try to clip our, our, we should try to do the clips in order to share the clips where we shout them out. If I get really good at it. Exactly. There we go. Um, but yeah, I, kinda, but I yeah, was kind of surprised that Jurassic I'm surprised Express. Lucha Brothers won. Yeah. But Lucha Brothers need it. They, they have not got enough shine yeah. for, you know, they've been around since day one and they have not had their time in the sun yet and That's they true. they deserve um so i can definitely see them winning uh, especially in a cage and you know this continues the storyline of the elite unraveling and losing their titles so you know the, the lucha brothers are the most deserving team as far as taking the bucks and jurassic express are so over like do they need titles you know when you think about it so and they've been over for a while, you know, so yeah. Um, Miro beat up Flago de Sol and then you know, threw him in the ring with his interview. Andy Kingston came out there, they tried to brawl, it was separated. That match is set for all out. Um, you kind of we kind of talked it up earlier. This is this is a really solid kind of undercard match that you know could maybe not steal the show, but it's probably going to be a really solid match between the two. And, you know, nice to Eddie Kingston again, yeah. you know, another type of title shot. Because, la- well, the last time he got it was against Cody Rhodes, right? The TNT title shot, I believe. Because that's when we first saw Eddie Kingston right. kind of show up. So uh, how about the Bunny over Tay Conti? Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised with that because the Bunny hasn't won anything <laughs> as far as I've known since watching. And then, but we did have Penelope Ford come out. Which of course means Anna Jay needs to come out to help Tay Conti, so we could get Anna Jay and Tay Conti back together, and we could get the Bunny and Penelope Ford kind of playing off each other. Yeah. Any thoughts on that match? Yeah, good old distraction. Finish. Yeah, good old distraction finish, and uh, yeah, my, my my most amusing moment was hearing Chris Jericho refer to Bunny as Ali, and because uh, that's what, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, you know, I still love Ali. Uh, Bunny, not so much, but uh, mm-hmm. always love Ali. And uh, 
but yeah, you're right. Setting up, you know, this two on two kind of women's rivalry. So, yeah. you know, it is what it is. It was because I think Anna okay. Jay's probably, obviously, she do. I would think she's definitely ready to come back. I would, you know, from whatever. I thought she had that bad leg injuries or leg, you know, surgery. So, I would definitely think she's due back. So, um, and then the main event, like I brought up earlier, <laughs> Brandon freaking Cutler on a main event of Rampage. LAC lost. Christian Cage, Frankie Gazarian defeated Kenny Omega, Brandon Cutler. You know, just building up the rivalry between Kenny Omega and Christian Cage. Still hard to believe we're getting Cage and Omega for the AW title, but that's where we're going. Any last thoughts, Greg, on Rampage's main event from last night? Yeah, what a. If there was ever a time to wipe out the, uh, the number one contender, WWE style. And put somebody else into the uh, the top to face the champ. This would be the moment, but um, I think they think they have enough of a wrinkle with Christian winning the uh, TNA title to um, make it worth running it back at the same time. Um, and this is why I think it's going to be the co-main event instead of uh, closing the show because. Okay. Yeah. I really don't think the, the fans are going to, you know, care less. Uh, yeah. Even if K lost and Christian won, uh, I think it's still going to be kind of an apathetic response. Um, Christian isn't as over as he thinks he is. And, uh, well, especially when better we consider where they, where they should have went. Like, I mean, you had the yeah. tailor-made story. Now, I guess you could still pull it off at full gear, because full gear is about as full circle as you get. Because that's where they lost the tag team titles for Hangman and Kenny. So what better way to give Hangman Page his, you know, his coming out party. Like to beat yeah. Kenny Omega that weekend. I think it's uh, Saturday, November 6th-ish. Um, and let him, or maybe it's the 7th or whatever day. Maybe it's on a Sunday instead. But yeah, let him have that moment. And let that be the main event and, you know, see where things go. But, um, hey, two count two, uh, two contract Cutler gets to do a main event, so that's good for him. Who would have ever thought, you <laughs> right. know, like from being the um, – he's the camera guy for uh, BTE, by the way, Greg. Um, so he was, the, he was their camera guy. And his wife makes gear, so she does a lot of the gear for AAW. So kind of full circle wow. there with all that. But – um yeah, so any other last-minute thoughts? I will say good luck in your little weekend getaway uh, with the, <laughs> right. the lady you or, the, uh, or man you or whatever. <laughs> hey, partner, partner, whatever. I, I'm just trying to be cognizant of who we date. All right, you can... Mr. PC. Let's um, about uh, Scott Demore uh, hinting that uh, – what was it? You know, Buddy Matthews. Oh yeah, uh, coming and then uh, Braun for for glory being a thing. I I can't believe Braun will end up like Buddy Murphy. He fits there because you got Hawkins, you have Ryder, you have the Chris Bay, you have you know Lee, um, Rich Swan. You know you have guys his size. I mean, he's probably he looks a little bulkier. 
like and some people are saying Bray should go there. Bray will look out of place because Bray is too Definitely. like he's above them. Like they're now if Matt Hardy was still there, if they were still doing some of the more you know the impact, like what from a few years back when they were doing the cinematic matches and all that. But Bray's gonna look like a he's gonna look like a, a you know a sore thumb or whatever you know whatever phrase I'm looking for. Like I feel like he's gonna he's yeah. gonna look above them. And is right. that what you want? <laughs> you know, like no. I don't know, like Braun. Well, what's funny is Braun always said if he's on WWE, he won't wrestle. Well, so much for that. <laughs> but yeah. I, I might too. I would probably now probably I. If I could find it on Access TV, wherever you could watch that at, um, I kind of want to see Braun there though, just to see what he can do. But you he know. fits there. I mean, he he deserves to be a big fish in a small pond. Yes, and, and that. You no, know, but Bray is too big for that palm. Like Bray has yeah, shown that way too big. Braun is not though. Yeah, and Buddy Murphy. I mean, yeah. Like whatever, I, the, I like I I was into the guy, like obviously Wesley Blake and Buddy Murphy with Alexa Bliss, like that tag team, and then even when Murphy was on Two Hundred Five Live, I liked the stuff he was doing, and I thought maybe the stuff with Seth should have went somewhere, but it, it never did, and it's like whatever, you know, then you just lose hope for a guy. So it's like, but yeah, I I'll be interested to see Bray White is the one that I want to see. Where is he going to end up? Because if he yeah. does go to Impact, like, or, or else you go to Impact and then he shows up on AEW, like maybe he'll do, <laughs> he'll be the crossover star that they finally use, you know, other than, because like we said, they never once had Rich Swan on as champion in that match, you know, building up that match with Kenny Omega. Like he never, Kenny Omega kept going there. And I don't know if it did anything, but, you know, shouldn't it be a, two-way street you know no, not when your yeah. champion looks like a hobo no, i mean who's who's gonna buy rich swan as the champ I well mean, then i hope that cm punk grays out his beard when he gets championship <laughs> <laughs> at least punk anyways did no i agree rich swan looks like the guy outside the store panhandling for change he's working I mean, at the 7-eleven they always say the gas station clerk i did not buy him and yeah, and he's and he's a good wrestler, but I wish he just you know soup up his look. And good, and, I mean, it know, seems like he's a good person. We could have bought, yeah. I mean, but but yeah. <laughs> no, that's all. Awesome. He got a run down there, yeah. But it'll be interesting. I mean, like I said, Braun though, there, it feels like he could be, like you said, the big person, big star, in the small pond and get used like he should. Yeah, I hope exactly. And could still do maybe does some crossover with AEW, you know? Maybe yeah, shows up, yeah. Maybe shows up like to challenge TNT title just to do it, you know, type deal. But um, yeah, right. we'll Fight see what. But right now it's Adam Cole, like he's the big, well Daniel Bryan, I guess too. But <laughs> but you know, we kind of it feels like now I'm starting to think, okay, Daniel Bryan is going to be an AEW, like but like we keep saying. Until I see him step foot out of that curtain. <laughs> you know, it's like punk. Like, you could tease me all you want. You could literally said, CM Punk is going to be here tonight on Rampage. I still would have said, 
his feet better show up there outside the ring. You know, like I want to see him step outside the curtain. But it's like yeah. Dana, that's what, and that's like with Adam Cole too. Like until we see where Adam Cole, and now what about Ruby Riot? Where do you think Ruby ends up? Because because now have you seen there's little vignettes for her and this whole you know uh, she had a one way ticket to New York and then the train left without her and then she was at a gas station she stole somebody's car and they started playing her old music the Ruby Riot theme and she like got all like depressed and sad like not knowing where to go so now she's doing little vignettes <laughs> to see where she's going which I like better because Buddy Murphy's playing up the old I was trapped in jail. And I couldn't get out of the, you know, kind of like Moxley. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, you weren't complaining when you were there. Well, I guess he kind of was, but you know, I don't like the idea. You know, are you handcuffed in a way to the, to WWE? Yeah, but do you have to be so literal with it? Like, like he's literally doing these shackles, like you know, in a jail cell type promo videos. And I'm like, whatever, dude. Like, yeah, you know, it's, but. Uh... But where about Ruby? Do you think Ruby ends up in Impact? She fits there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think she, or do you think she, what, I mean, would she get lost in the shuffle at AEW? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, she has, she has room in Impact, but there's not really much room in AEW right now for her. You know, down and then what about, possibly, but. And then the Iconics are now going by in, in separation. It's two eyes, Greg, by the way. So we'll see where the where do you I think they end up in impact as well, honestly. Because yeah. if you have the knockout women's title, like the tag team title, sorry, you know, the AW really, it's either, you know, you get it's just really the women's title. There's no, you know, I don't think tag teams need to go, and especially if they want to be used together. You know, it makes more sense to go to impact, you know, mess with the women's. The not sorry, the knockouts tag team titles there. So, um, yeah. but they are, are they're already going to be on a virtual signing, and then there's another thing advertised for October. So now they're doing a a tour. They're calling it <laughs> try to get their name back out there. So, um, I'm pretty excited because um, you remember I was talking about the Squared Circle Expo that I attended this past year to meet Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and um who was Britt Baker. So now they've already announced FTR and they just announced proud and powerful. So that's nice. pretty, pretty good tech now. And that's another team. I don't know if you've heard about what's going on with um, cash where he legit didn't know if he could wrestle anymore because he wasn't feeling like when he ripped open his arm, I guess it, yeah. it got into some nerves and like he lost yeah. strength in his hand. Like that's scary. Like yeah, I didn't realize it was that. So um, we'll see if they're, you know, now we know why they're going to do the match here because, you know, maybe you don't know when it could happen again. So uh, we'll see if FTR, because I feel like if they can't go as a tag team, does Dax want to go on by himself? You know, like, does he, does he feel comfortable in that role? Yeah. So, but anyways, uh, I wish you luck, Greg, this weekend, though. I think it sounds like a really fun weekend for you. Myself, we got, um, we're going to do a little online video, our online game night tonight. We had a couple nice. friends, unfortunately, in COVID isolation. <laughs> so they kind of want to do something to, you know, 
get out of that mindset. So we said we do a little online online game night, which we haven't done in a little bit. So because uh, we've been meeting in person, <laughs> but now we couldn't. So uh, and yeah, and then next week is uh, all out. I will have to get in touch with you, Greg, because I'm doing two fantasy football drafts live, both at noon on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> nice. So I'm trying to figure out when the hell am I going to do the show. So I apologize in advance, super kicking with Steven fans. We will see. We'll talk over this week and see how early you get up, Greg, because <laughs> I'm an early riser. So yep, if, you could do it, if you could do it early, and maybe we'll probably just do all-out predictions and kind of do a short, sweet episode that way, if that's okay, and yeah, you know, cool. get caught up on things. Um, but I... I don't do a lot of prep for fantasy football drafts, but I always got to be there in person. <laughs> now I was trying to decide how I could swing that when I'm like doing both nights. So it's not raining there, is it? Are you are you getting caught in some rain? You look a little wet. Oh, it's just starting to rain. <laughs> okay, well, all right, we'll call it we'll call it a night here. We'll cut here so you could get out of there safe. <laughs> have a good weekend though. Uh, let me know all about it in my DMs. You don't have to share the public yep. information. <laughs> all right well have a good one greg invitation to Talk be in later. later all right take it all easy right. Talk to you later